You are now Daniel. March 19th to April 12th. Yeah. We were born like like 25 days apart, something like that. You know something? Really? The same year? Yeah, same yeah. year. 25 days apart. Bro, I was thinking the other day, bro, I was like, yo, I grew up competing with Asante, and now we work together. It's so interesting. Like, it's just how, like, the, the would, dynamic changed. Our parents weren't that, though. Yeah, yeah we used to be. I was going to say, you guys always say, like, your family, like, really, like, pushed you guys. Because they're competitive as fuck. Bro, we used to always be like, yeah, how you doing in basketball right now? How you doing in football right now? Yo, what, yo, what medals did you get? How you doing in school? Like, everything, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, yo, Asante got this medal. You got a silver one. <laughs> yeah. And any any time I saw Chris or if I got to go to Chris's house, we did not talk about shit else other than like what the fuck we were about to do. <laughs> like we're like, bro, we don't. I'm not asking anything about sports. I'm not. We wasn't talking about none of that. We just trying to have fun. That shit used to be fun as hell. We used to always find like games and shit to do. Yeah, but our fucking parents. Yeah. Our parents, Listen, yo. I like. How do you feel? I don't know. Because you can be a parent, right? And you can want the best for your children. And, like, I've, our parents were a little competitive, but they're not, like, the extreme. But, like, how do you reach... I know, Richard kind of extreme, bro. How do you reach a level to where it's, like, you can either be, like, LeVar Ball and force greatness on these children. They were great. Or you can be, like, like a... I don't know. what's a, I don't know another failed father, but, like... A, a, there's dads out there like just that just force their kids away or the kids just yeah. don't succeed. and Or they, like, it kind of, like hinders them in other parts of their life because they just don't know how to deal with like pressure or like disappointing people and shit like that and i think i think that's why you need like it takes you know it takes a village to raise a, mm-hmm. a family because i think I'm a, I'm a believer kind of in like segregation of duties yeah so i think you need a father who's gonna push the family or I sh- ah, i'm trying to get rid of that word like mother father you need a masculine person in the household who's gonna push the the family to be better create a foundation create um like um structure but you need a feminine person in the household who's going to nurture and i think once you have that like perfect balance of masculinity femininity nurture and structure uh, chaos and order mm-hmm. i think that makes the that that creates an environment for things to grow as much as possible like a plant you know what i mean a plant is always subjective to the outside harsh realities of the world but it has stable ground that even if a hurricane comes through that tree stays upright yeah. so it needs the earth's foundation to keep it still but it needs the chaos of the weather to help it grow so i think you need both to really create the the perfect ground for a kid to grow yeah. you know what i mean and so i used to watch their um they had like a little reality tv show for a while who? i used to watch your show the ball, the ball. Oh, okay how was it yeah it was actually very cute and the mom is very like just like that like the dad is the you know we all know how he can get. Yeah, 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 yeah. My boy is the best. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's kind of like, okay, like, come on. Like, let's bring it back down. Mm-hmm. You got to settle things back up. Like, they were going through something where, like, their brand had got, um, like, like fraud. Something was going on with their mm-hmm. manager or some their shit like that, right? Their dad's best friend. He was their dad's business partner's business partner. And he was telling the dad, like, deals and stuff that they're making. And, like, he was telling them, like, numbers, like, after the fact. Like, he was skimming, like, 
money off top. That was his best friend. Yeah. yeah, it was like a family. Like they like they were friends for like lives. like twenty plus years. Like that's a, that's a different type of betrayal. Mm-hmm. Like that was their so uncle. That, that's money, their uncle. People like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's Basically. what he said. He's yeah. like, yeah, like, and then he did it when Lavar had less time in the offices and stuff because their mom had got sick. So he's like, you pick like the most like vulnerable time, like my family. You know, we're at and because people know what they be doing. Yeah. I mean that's that's kinda like all right, so recently my my grandfather passed away. I haven't talked about that. But sorry for your loss. It's, it's all good. Appreciate it. But you you just see people come out the woodworks when they know it's just like all right, this is a vulnerable time for somebody. I guess they feel like your defense uh, system is down or something like that. But it's just like you you really see that in people. Or and it's not even just like with stuff like that. I'll see people that like they're like not I don't want to use the word pray because of the world we're in world we're in, but they pray. Huh? People, they pray they pray. But you ever see like guys that like they'll they'll kind of like, Oh, like you broke up with your boyfriend, they're trying to like slide in because they're trying to like, you know, Mm-hmm. Be the, I'm trying to be the shoulder to cry on. Like to me, that was like that's a little weird. Cause yeah. Like, it, this person was at a hundred percent. Would they still be talking to you? And it's like if you and if you do get with that person off of that, like it's not real. Yeah. It's not even respectable. Yeah. Honestly, some people just be looking for to make bad decisions in bad times. I ain't gonna cap. People know what they're doing at the end of the day. Like <clears throat> that's what's the problem. Like people don't like to be held accountable for their um, actions. And you know what? Like, if you did what you did, then you stand on it. You know, take yeah. shit. Like you were saying that last week. It was like you're not about to. Uh, we were at a restaurant. We we're joking, people. <laughs> Emphasis on joking. Me and Jace were we were gonna, we we're gonna act like uh, he left something in the car. We're gonna we're gonna dip on Lay. <laughs> Lay was like, I want to about to pay y'all bill. But we're. She's like, if you do some bad shit, she was like, you gotta stand on that shit. She you was like, I would tell him like, shit. I'm like, damn, Lay a rat, yo. Not even. I'm not a rat. No, I'm joking. I'm not a rat. That's terrible. I'm not a rat. That shit though, like I don't, I don't play about stuff like that. Like if you want to do your bad shit, like I'm one of those people that like, I, I like to have fun and I like to do things that most people wouldn't want to do. So if I'm gonna do that shit, I'm gonna do it with my full 100 percent like awareness and responsibility that if whatever happens after this then that's my choice type shit you know i'm not gonna let anybody else take no blame or no fall or like you know anything like that if you want to do it then that's again your accountability like you gotta take accountability for that and you're responsible for that because you are your own person we're at an age where we're too grown to be like you know take trying to be like defended people and stuff Mm -hmm. like that like we're all in a point right now where we're trying to all like get it you know we're all trying to make it figure it out we don't all got it like you know we're just trying to go as life comes yeah type shit so i just feel like if you're gonna do some shit stand on it and you don't you don't let nobody else take that that fall for you no that's facts though have you ever been put in a bad situation by someone and like they didn't, like they didn't even. It wasn't even like something that you went into willingly. Mm-hmm. They just like made a dumbass decision, and now like, like oh yeah, bro, I got this in the car or some shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you ever been in a situation like that? I don't. No, maybe like, you know, just like when you were younger, walking around Garfield, you know, doing things you weren't supposed to. But nothing like where I would say like, yo, this is life or death. 
like we're gonna get in trouble. Yeah. I think in college, I put my friends in situations like that more than they put me in situations <laughs> like that. So I'm not gonna lie. Like I've done things in school where we'll all end up in, you know, the dean's office, or we would all end up in the like housing. Yeah. Right. And it was always my fault. Like I, I was the one who did something wrong, and it actually held me down. There was one time where like I was like, "Yo, guys, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna tell myself like." See that I respect. That's what I was gonna say. That's mm-hmm. what I feel I'm like saying. if you, if you are that friend in a situation, or if you, because it's not always intentional, right? Yeah. Sometimes you just might like y'all just damn fuck. I did some dumb shit. Yeah. Like I'm, I was with my boys. We all got like pulled into the office, whatever yeah. the case may be. Like for you to be that person, that's why I never understood like some some street ethics. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, like uh, you with me? Did it? You go nah. down? Don't say nothing. I'm like, bro. Yeah. I'm showing loyalty to you, but you're literally showing that you don't give a fuck about yeah, me. Yeah, bro, I know. Because you know you did that shit, and you yeah. about to let me rot, and you know I got a family, whatever the case may be. So it's like, with I've that been shit. That way. Even yeah. like when I was a kid, we were um, we were a kid. Like, it was food fighting school. Oh, well, I tried to start one. didn't work. My friends kind of <laughs> gassed me up. I threw a chocolate milk, right? You could see the, it was open, so you could see, like, the trail where the milk came <laughs> from. Lock. All the way back to our table. Yeah. So we all got sent to the office, and he was like, you know, who threw it? And he was like, well, if no one tells me who threw it, you guys are all getting suspended. And I was like, I threw it. Man. It was me. I'm not going to let my friends all get suspended. That's some real nigga shit, and though. Like, even when that's I was what I'm trying to say. Stand on it. You Fuck stand it. on your shit, yo. Like, now, if we, now, now, if you let all your friends get suspended and now y'all on fucking Xbox later, you're like, that shit was crazy earlier, right? It's like, no, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you were you're crazy earlier. Like, yeah. <laughs> to me, like, it's like, you're bro, you can't, you can't put people in a situation like that no and then be like situation. on some... Like you, you just hear about shit happen like that happening to people. You know somebody, and I know somebody. I'm not gonna use any names, but kid, he's playing football. He fucking was about to go to a great school. He had a bunch of scholarships. Oh, he's come on. You take one ride home. You feel me? Yeah. And then now you're caught up in a situation, and then the people that ha- put you in a situation aren't even, you know, solid enough to be like, nah, like he's a football player. He didn't have nothing to do with it. Da-da-da. Yeah. So it's like, bro, like that's why it's, you have to watch your surroundings. You have to watch Absolutely. the people you keep around you because it's like, you doing Snapchat, some, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's not like, it's not warranted, but at the same time, people have to understand like the lifestyle they're living and what they're doing, and how it's affecting other people. Like me, I'm not gonna willingly go and do some dumb shit, mm-hmm. knowing that you got some shit going on. It's like. You work a fucking corporate job and you have this and you have that to do, but I I don't that's not my values and I don't yeah. do shit, stuff like that so I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's like dude, so you can't tell me you care about that person or you do stuff like that. Yeah, that's why I be inside. <laughs> Word. Speaking yeah. of um outside, my boy, we got Chris to go outside this weekend. Oh Chris, yeah, I'm I'm really upset. I kind of missed that, yo. I was, my little brother he had to go to this fucking UFC fight. And I miss Which Chris lit. outside. Like, but Chris don't leave. That, the I ain't front. That fight he went to. That's what. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, a good. That's, 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 that's a fight. He that's saw a good fight. Rich, Um, actually, he got a video of him dapping up Rich the Kid. Yeah. Matthew. See? Oh, he went in person. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was like there, there. Yeah, it's actually really cool. Matthew's such a cool kid. See, I, n- I, ne- <laughs> I never got that joy because I'm the youngest. But like being an older sibling, and like. You know, taking your younger sibling to go do some shit to make him happy like that. That's like, yeah. it's got to be joy. rewarding on its own. It's real joy. Like, he got in the car and he was like, yo, look at this video. Word, right? Rich the kid. Like, 
um, when I was dropping him off, there was a fighter walking in. Like, I guess he's like a famous fighter. He was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Look, look, look. And he started calling his friends and shit. And I was like, oh, this is so cute. Like, I'm I'm happy I'm here to experience this with him. So, that's cool. Yeah. Seeing a kid. There's something about seeing a kid get, like, giddy. Yeah. It's just like, that's just so like. They're the freaking purest form of humans. Yeah. And some parents don't appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Bro, what? Yeah. That pisses me off. And parents bro. do not. Some it's parents like, don't appreciate that. Come on, that bro. If, yeah. if you have a child, why would, like, there's, there's highs that people chase in life, right? That's literally, once I see my kid do that, I'm like, yo, how can I put myself in a position where I'm doing that for my child all the time? Like that, I feel like that would just automatically click in my brain as a parent. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it's like, and I know everybody's wired differently. But at the same time, it's like, why would you not want? That's like, that's you. That's your kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. your kid. You know how that gets. You know, sometimes people have dif- you know different circumstances, different situations. Uh, I don't know. This that's my that's like my biggest fear with having kids. Like I feel like I'm not maternal enough. Yeah. I don't have that. Like I'm not like. I'm not super sensitive and stuff like that. Like, I kind of get, like, annoyed quick. Like, um, I could be, like, really detached. Like, once I'm, like, annoyed or, like, turns off, I'm, like... They say kids change with people. I know. But even, like, I I do because I don't want to put myself in a hole. I, like, I do enjoy kids, and I do enjoy working with kids. Mm. Um, But, like, when I'm with kids for an excessive amount of time, it's not, like... I just be like, nah, nah, nah I, I could do this. <laughs> That's why it's, it's good to be the auntie and uncle because you can always yeah. bring them right back. <laughs> them, you know what I you mean? get to do the fun shit and then give them right mm-hmm, back. Mm-hmm. But uh, before we get you know a little too far in, let's introduce the episode. Welcome, some. welcome back to another episode of the Demigod Chronicles. This is your boy, Asante Daya, a.k.a. Demigod. And I'm here with my peoples, my mm-hmm. co-hosts. How you guys doing? My name is Christian Lopez. We got a lot to talk about today, and I am excited. A lot of shit. Yeah, I, this I'm is new. so excited. Yeah, I think I realized something in life the other day, bro. I'm about to be a modern day Renaissance man. That's why I see life combine art and science together and be a modern Renaissance man. So tell tell the people. Tell people what. Start dropping some shit. I'm saying tell oh, the people like like what that means. No, not what it wait, means. Wait, wait, wait. Actually, wait, yeah, yeah. Tell we, people no, what it no, means. No, 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 yeah, no. Wait, wait, wait. But I mean, like, tell the people. What are you saying? Pause. Pause. Let's introduce ourselves. I guess that was part of it. But I'm sorry. I apologize. We got... It went on a tangent. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, she, yeah. she caught that? She caught Before that. Before we start going. Chill out. I know. Respect that. Okay. Respect that. <laughs> Anyways. Lay put, lay put her foot down this week. I like it. Go ahead. Anyways. Yes. It's your girl, Lay. Mm-hmm. Uh, another back... Another back... <laughs> another week here with my brother man <laughs> and you know i'm excited to be here and we got some um things you got to talk about some things some you need to clear things. clear the air here Grande cosas. and um i want you guys to like interact with us this week on this pod like we're gonna drop we've been dropping like little videos and stuff i know Ooh, big videos oh yeah, i can tell you guys like little reels I can tell you guys from the the survey we did. So I had about, I think, 200 votes. Out of the 200 votes, I think 83% said they were spiritual, not religious. That's tough. 
Super Casa is pretty yeah. decent sized survey. Interactions, man. Then yes. That's a decent sized survey. We could say something. Y'all let us know if we wildin' or if we was on point. You feel me? Absolutely. Somebody told uh, told Chris last week that he should have got snaps for what he said. So, like, guess what we about to do right now? Get them fucking snaps, man. We're going to get what you Chris, need. We're going to give you what you need. You feel me? And if you're going to keep it. sliding in my co-host's DMs, make sure y'all share our videos. <laughs> Yeah, bro. If you're gonna come talk to Lay about the topics, bro, just share it. Oh, oh you're gonna say just that? Huh? Huh? What? What? <laughs> you see, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait, yeah. What? You, you said host. I said my co host. Uh, huh? So okay. If I, just, slide in, I don't even, I don't even have the so DMs. If y'all, <laughs> if y'all sliding in Asante DMs, because we know y'all sliding. If I don't y'all have sliding, share the post. Then y'all got to share the post. Yeah. I don't know who you guys are. I'm not trying to say they're kissing right. and telling. I just know both my co-hosts are very attractive. They're single. So I know <laughs> how you guys do that. Very <laughs> What? I'm tripping? Very attractive. He's shopping us right now. I'm not shopping <laughs> you guys. I'm just saying. Literally. And that goes for, that goes for the crew team too. Don't be, Actually, they're not don't, single. I don't, they're not saying they're single. Me, no, I'm just saying wait, don't wait, be, wait, don't wait, be the type of people who... Who likes stuff in the shadows? You know what I'm saying? You wanna yo, your podcast was dope. Did you share it? Don't tell me it was did dope you share it, if though. you didn't share it. Don't tell me it was dope but if I go like to the it? likes and we check the likes. We check who liked the videos. And you didn't like the video. Yeah, don't be Papa don't God. be a shadow fan because yeah. you know what I'm saying we, we we put our time and effort to bring value to you guys. This and the more people effort, who share man. it, we're gonna bring more value to more people, and that's our goal to impact more lives. So don't be trying to keep the value to yourself. You know, we're not up here gossiping. We're sharing our hearts to make you guys' lives better. Uh-huh. So please share it and, Yo, and do that for you us. Think somebody and comment mad? and comment on the videos on YouTube and on Instagram. Thank and, you. and leave a review. And leave a review on the podcast, whatever platform you're Actually, YouTube. you feel me? We're going to start doing things that, like, I mean, if you... If, You'd be a fool not to take advantage of it. I'm gonna just be honest. But we're gonna start doing things where it's like it just requires some engagement mm-hmm. and you might end up with a you know a little sweater or a hoodie or or t shirt or something. But if y'all wanna do it, if y'all wanna, you know, give it to somebody else just for the free ski, then I guess, but you know, the choice is yours, man. That's what they used to say every day when they ended the, the morning announcements in our middle school. Yeah. Really? Make it a great the day choice. or not, the choice is yours. The choice. Right. Where's it from? The wow. choice is yours. They're, they're letting us how know you, every day. Is that from the boombox? Hmm? How do you feel about that? Listening to that as like a little kid. Every, it made sense. It made sense. Yeah, the choice is yours. Yeah. You, make it a great day or not. The choice is yours. Like you right. can you can make this a fantastic day, and everything's about outlook, perspective. Right? Yeah. And I want to get into that because we talked about that a little bit this week. Uh, was, we put a post on the page. If you're interacting with the page, like Chris was just talking about, mm-hmm. stop playing with him. For you have to. You got to come out. Listen, I've been doing. I've been doing jujitsu. Yeah, I might not. Don't get me. Chill, 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 chill. We was talking about on the page. It was a post that basically it was saying that. Um, are you the type of person that to to be brutally honest? Da, 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 all this other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And the person quoted it and said, "We need to kind of remove the stigma about that that honesty needs to be brutal." Like it was like you can be honest with the person, and it does, but it doesn't need to be harsh. So that posed a question in my head, and it's gonna lead us into something else too. But do you do you guys feel like honesty has to be um, like you know how to say like the truth hurts? Like yeah. do, do you feel like that is always a thing, or yeah. do you feel like it's based on the other person's perception, yeah. or does the person that's saying whatever you know 
dialogue they want to have with the person that mm-hmm. it matters in how they're how they're you know giving that out i think both because i think communication is a two-way street mm-hmm. so i think the person speaking has to do the best to their ability because i think it's like I, when I, other people are speaking i always try to look for their intention because yeah. like i played football you know playing sports like your coaches talk to you absolutely ridiculous <laughs> and a problem i had growing up when I, when I was immature was i would take it very personal but then as I got older, I realized their intentions were right. They want the best for me, but this is just how they speak. Mm-hmm. So I think me as a speaker, you as a, me as a speaker, you have to take, as a listener, you have to take that into account. What is this person's intentions? Are they trying to help me? Now, as a speaker, you also got to understand that not everyone is that mature. Not everyone has that ability. So you have to be very selective with your words and make sure you try You don't really strike a nerve with them. And, but I, don't, I think it's, you still have to tell the truth. Like now a doctor. The, close would, the gap exactly that <laughs> close the gap you would, you would tell it would, you would be a bad doctor if your patients came in and because you didn't want to hurt their feelings you didn't explain to them that they were obese you would be a bad doctor if you avoided the truth to to make your clients feel better and get more clients oh my doctor makes me feel good that's not what we go to the doctor for yeah now the same way i feel about lawyers i think lawyers Wait, are that, wrong. that is what we go to the doctor for but we don't get it. They don't always. We don't always get that. We don't. We don't get that. There's no money in. They said there's no money in healing that's a, people. That's a story for a different day. There's no money in healing people. That's what they say. I didn't say it. But, <laughs> but even like a lawyer, bro. I think. I mean, in my opinion, if I couldn't, this is why I could never be a lawyer. If my client told me he was guilty, and I had to go and make it seem like he wasn't guilty, I couldn't. Like, I got. I'm not gonna sit there and lie to try and put down your head when I know this man did it. You know. So mm-hmm. I think we have a right to to tell the truth but as a listener just because your feelings get hurt you got to learn to get around that i think as a mature adult like you have to learn to get around oh my god this person hurt my feelings where if the information they're telling you can really benefit your life you got to be like okay yeah he said it harsh yeah he hurt my feelings but that was some good information that's going to make my life a hundred times better i'm I'm gonna take it in Mm -hmm. yeah how about you, Will? Uh, I think it's not, like, what you say. I think it's how you say it. 100%. Yeah. Um, I think, like, we like we just have to be considerate of, like, who we're talking. We have to know our audience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, obviously, some friends. This is so funny that you guys brought this up because um, I was talking to my mom, and I was kind of telling her, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I struggle in friendships sometimes. And she was like, well, you kind of talk, like, like brutal like you would be like you're so fucking stupid like mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how i talk to like my guy friends like she was like me and my boy like my boys will come over and i'll be like bro you're so fucking stupid like stop talking to me like but you know like that's just how you talk to people mm-hmm. like you know your close friends or whatever and she was like sometimes like that could throw people off mm-hmm. and i was like ah yeah. like or like oh like maybe like it's not what I'm saying is like how I'm saying it. And yeah. granted, I'm just kidding when I'm talking to my friends. I'm like, you're so fucking stupid. But like, she's like just giving like that as an example. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think it's just like you just got to be aware of like our audience. Like if if your friend can handle you to be like, yo, you need to tighten up, yeah. then that's how you need to approach it. But if your other friend is more like you need to sit them down, have like a one to one like dinner or something, mm-hmm. then you sit them down and be like, yeah. hey, like. I think like this about this and this and this. And I think to play devil's advocate a little bit, if you are the person that's like, 
oh, that hurts me, right? Mm-hmm. If something is true about you, yeah, right, and yeah. it hurts your feelings, yeah, that means that you're not okay with that whatever's true about yeah. you. Yeah, and that's so, why so that means that you have to do something. Yeah, that's why I said that this is such a two way street because the person who's listening has to decipher is this true? Like regardless of how I feel about it, like you know they say that one mark of maturity is being able to put your emotions to the side. Not put them to the side, but overcome them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I think the listener has to be able to say, is this true? It's like, for instance, the conversation Elijah mom just had with her. Most, some, no, I'm going to say most. Most people would take that a conversation offensive. And they wouldn't be able to grow and change from it. Mm-hmm. They would have been like, well, my mom knows what she's talking about. That's yeah, just how I talk to my yeah, friends. Mm-hmm. We're just joking. If they can't see I'm joking, then there's something wrong with them. But Elijah's sitting here vulnerable telling you guys, like, wow, it made me sit and think. That's mark of maturity. Because if we could take information out that disagrees with our beliefs and change. But as a speaker, and exactly to Alay's point is, Indian, I'm gonna use your I'm gonna stand your yeah, point yeah, for yeah. example. She said it's how you say it. Alaysia could be like, You're fucking stupid. Mm. Or she could be like, Well, do you think that was the best decision you could have made? Or like you know, you could be more mature. Was there a better way to think about it? Because maybe Alaysia didn't even mean that the person's stupid. Maybe they did something immature. Right. Or maybe she didn't mean they were stupid. Maybe they did something inconsiderate. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. how you say it is important in your tone of voice. Like I've learned, because I used to be like an extremely, I'm still am, an extremely like dogmatic person. Like mm-hmm. when I believe something, it's like, bro, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So I'm like that. So I've learned to one, when someone comes to me, I'll ask them, do you want my advice? Or you kind of just want, you just want to hear it and just talk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you just want me to listen, listen to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that's then, fair though. And then I've learned, I'll, you know, I'll try to sit, I'll, Make sure I, I'm very conscious. I keep my body posture open. I try not to get rid I try not to do this, do this. I'm very much like yeah. this when someone's trying to convey something to me. And then I like to talk on my hands and then I'll try to keep my tone. I don't, I'm very low. So I'd be like, look, what I think you need to do is, yeah, that might not have been smart, but I think if you really take the other person's point into consideration, you might be able to come to something different and like really think about it. Like I'll do things like that because mm-hmm. I know how I was. Mm-hmm. So now I'm very conscious of it. Audio advice from Chris coming soon. Audio book <laughs> produced by <laughs> Master Studios. You know, yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure. And you know what's crazy? Because like I'm so aware of these things too. Because mm-hmm. I work in a field of like I understand people's like behaviors and their like body language and this and this and mm-hmm. this. And I, and I'm really like I'm really good at my job. Like yeah. I'm, I. I'm not gonna toot my own horn. No, nah, toot like, that shit. I think I'm pretty good at toot, my job. Toot. Later so, shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> so then, like, I feel like when I'm in the real, like, real world, like maybe my patience is just thin because, like, I understand like different perspectives of like different mm. lives and stuff like that. But I just I'm, think I think you're just human. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, you know they say like, this look like the the therapist still needs therapy. Yeah. Like you're just, you're just human, bro. It's like it's easy to for for us to be like like even my case, it's easy for me to be like, yo, you got to change this this and this. But I that's why I always admit to the person, man, I'm fighting these demons every day cuz like I can sit here and tell you, yo, you need to be more disciplined. But then sometimes my alarm goes off in the morning, I'm fighting to get up. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah. I know I'm still working on these things myself, yeah. but just because I'm still working on them myself doesn't mean what I'm saying is not true. Of course. Like, still trying to help you. I can still see something you're doing wrong, but hey, 
we're both doing it wrong together, we can improve together. Yeah. You know, that's, that's just taking accountability too. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like like you were talking about before, like how you receive whatever someone's saying to you, mm-hmm. that matters. Because you can take that information and you can just get upset about it or you can use it to your advantage. That's like call an emotional person emotional and they're immediately going to show an emotion. And they, like you're just make you're literally making it more true. Of what I'm like, you're emo, you're an emotional person. What the fuck you mean? No, I'm not. Da, da, da. You're showing anger right now. That's an emotion. Yeah. Like everyone's emotional. You have to you have to exude emotion at all times. So it's yeah. like me calling you that is not a bad thing. I'm saying yo, bro. Like you yeah. have to gauge how you talk to people. Like I if something something can make me upset, and I might get quiet a little bit, or I might you know. Just take my time and just kind of deal with that that information, how I do it. But I'm not going to immediately act on it. I'm not yeah. going to immediately just be irate. But we've been at places before. You left it like, yo, that person was blowing minds in there. <laughs> you feel me? It's like, yeah. and it's like, I, I know that. And I, I'll see it on you, but I, I'll see it because I know you. Mm-hmm. But you won't make it like a thing where everyone can read that off you. Mm-hmm. Like, so I feel like the people that kind of like, oh, I didn't want to come to this event. So I'm going to come here. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to have an attitude. If I fucking agreed to do something or if I'm do, out doing something, just do the shit because you're already there. Mm-hmm. So okay. for you to be there and to be, oh, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to show everyone that I didn't want to be here. and I, But I have to be here right now. What's that point? What's the point? Of, like, I remember uh, college. Got to get up for like 6 a.m. runs, and like morning workouts and shit. <laughs> right. Once I get through the process of getting out of my bed and getting to the yeah, field house, oh, yeah. like I put in my headphones just because I don't like talking to people in the morning. And it's like, once we get into the workout, like, people be in the workout. Damn, bro, why are we working out this early? Bro, we're already up. you already out your bed. Complaining about the shit is not going to do anything. Get through the workout. Get done. So you can shower and go your ass back to bed if you want to. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like, But you sitting there complaining about the shit is not going to make the workout go any quicker. It's not going to make it easier. And you're literally putting yourself in a bad space to have a bad workout. So that's when the coach come over and then talk, start talking to you yeah. and doing this and do it. So you, if you're there, do it. Yeah. Like, it makes no sense not to. Yeah. And people don't realize, like, when you accomplish things, that's, like, a form of self-care. Yeah. Like, you know, mm-hmm. when you, when you like, have something set in your mind and you get it done and you're like, damn, I did that shit. Yeah. Like, that, like, that makes you have, like, a better day or, or maybe want to accomplish more things because you're like, yeah, I got one thing done. I could get another thing done or I could do this or I could do that. So I feel like we need to get more into a habit of, you know, standing on our shit. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Um, so we are on our bi-weekly wave. Yeah. So as you know, we're going to have more things to speak about per episode. So this episode, we got a bunch of shit to get out. So we got to make sure that we stay on track and we get it done in a timely manner. So I think it's appropriate to move on this week I to... Uh, let's talk about uh, what went down in Houston, man. Um, Astro World Festival was uh, this weekend. Uh, for those of you that don't know what Astro World is, it's a music festival hosted by the musician Travis Scott. It's based in Houston, which is his um, hometown. Uh, he had his, I think his headliners were Roddy Rich, Lil Baby. Um, who else was there? Drake, Drake, Drake. Bad came. Bunny was gonna be there. Yeah, so it's a yeah. it's a star-studded lineup. It's the event to go to. The last couple of years has been wild, and you know, it's like on like a mini Coachella type of thing. Like people really enjoy it and, and seem to like like the vibes, or whatever. But 
This year, unfortunately, you know, there was loss of life at the concert. Uh, eight people Seven died. Eight? eight people died. Hundred and uh, thirty. 35 people were taken to the hospital. Uh, 15 people are still in the hospital. And 18 of the 35 were all people under the age of 18. There was like a 10-year-old in yeah. that mix. The people that died, I think the numbers were like a 10-year-old that died. It was a, a 14-year-old, an 18-year-old, two 23-year-olds, like a 27-year-old, and like the last person. I don't think they, they knew their age or whatever. That's crazy, yeah. Um, yeah but... Yeah. yeah. And they're like, no, mom, like, it'll be fine. Look, it's not that crazy. And they're like, all right, fine, you can go. And then, yeah. That's crazy. Well, she get out of concert, bro. And <clears throat> so, so. And it was from, like, various things, right? Yeah. So. So th- there's, um, well, the, the police uh, commissioner or the chief of uh, Houston, he came out and he did a press conference yesterday. So some of the people were trampled. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, like, there's a video of, like, them, like, pushing someone through the crowd or whatever and like people were just getting stepped on and stuff like that and like person's like leg was broken you could see them like when they were trying to like get them out like their leg was like literally facing the other direction and stuff but and then there's a there's reports of uh a person that was going around in the crowd with a syringe and he was like injecting people with stuff which is like fucking mm-hmm. wicked bro so there's a there's a whole bunch of things going on a whole bunch of people are speculating behind it travis scott he kind of released like a few press statements, whatever. Uh, some people were like kind of giving him backlash about it because he said it like it seems forced. Because he was like seeming like he was like trying to make himself cry when he was talking and shit like that and making his voice like quiver a little bit. But I mean, I can't stand people. I don't, though. yeah, I don't like what is the point of fucking like people died? If, if, if they're if his camp is re- willing to reach out and pay for the funerals or whatever case, like you can't ask this man to care about people that he didn't personally know. Those people are investing in his brand. It's not, it's not, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. even It's that. not even about it's that. Like yeah. People have the audacity to be like, oh, he's making, he's he's making, how do you know? Yeah. Like, how, how do you know? But that's what you I'm saying. Like, you can't nigga? expect anything. You don't know him. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't. Yeah, yeah, you guys have so no idea. I, I, I can expect something from you because I know you. Yeah. I can expect something from Lay because I know you personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People want something from someone that they don't even know. Right. Like, how do you know how he is and as a person? How do you know that's not how he shows emotions? Tread lightly with that because at the end of the day, like, those are his fans. Like, that's his money maker. So mm-hmm. he has to kind of have, like, he has to kind of care. He do, But that's the, my thing like, is the man probably truly cares. Yeah, yeah But there's yeah, people yeah. On, on the internet, like, oh, it's forced. He don't really care. And it's like, wait a minute. How do you know that? Did you speak to him? Did he yeah. tell you that? Right. You're just right. assuming. And, like, we learned, like, I read about it in the four, the four agreements. Mm-hmm. One of the, the one of the agreements is to never assume. You know the old saying, when you assume, make an ass out of you and me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people really just go around and assume and come to conclusions off of the end things. It's like, bro, you really don't know. Like, As a human being, how would you feel in that situation? If right. you were throwing this big concert on, you worked so hard for it, and now things that are out of your control cause eight people to die. And guess what? As the leader of this event, you're getting all the blame for it. But, how would you handle that situation? And it's it's all narrative, too, because you've seen people like, oh, he should have stopped the concert. Like, I don't know why he kept performing. And then multiple videos of, came out of him stopping the music. Because mm-hmm. he he's on t- on stage performing. It's a very common thing at a, at a concert. I've been at a concert before, and I've seen it. Many people, people pass, pass out, out, out at concerts. All yeah, the time. All so the to time. see someone sprawled out on the floor... I'm I'm performing. My mind is not immediately going to that person. People dead. are dying. Yeah. It's yo clear the way. Let security get to that person so they can help. Does someone come like he does? He has an earpiece. No one's like yo, Travis. A person just died. 
So like, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure if he knew immediately, yo, someone just died at my concert. I'm gonna stop these. I'm gonna stop the music. Mm-hmm. But he stopped the music periodically. He was checking up on people, whatever, to the best yeah. ability. And it's like, um, you were saying it before. It's like a venue like that, bro. You can't hear. Like you, you can't, can't hear a thing, bro. Like, bro, this fit. I think there was fifty five thousand tickets that were sold. Bro, when you're on, people don't even know this too. And I've heard many speakers talk about it. I know that you're talking about public speaking. I've heard many speakers say this, that because of all the the lights on the stage are set up so you can see them. It's not set up so they can see you. No. No, no, no. The speaker is saying from when he's on stage, he can't see the crowd because of how the lights are. But the crowd can see him very clearly. Yeah, Yeah, so it's set up so the crowd can see the speaker. It's not set up so the speaker can see the crowd. So sometimes, depending on the stage and the way the lights crew set it up, I can't even see you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just blaring. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. people, I think sometimes people, that's what I talk about assuming, people speak and come to conclusions with such a limited amount of information. And it's like, yo, bro, you guys have to learn, not even just with this Travis Scott thing in life. Like, yeah. yo, you, you got, like, we're getting to, like, especially adults. Like, you're, like, you have to know, like, bro, the world doesn't work that way, like, you don't understand what's going through this man's mind because you've never been in a situation or never in your life had to deal with a situation. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. To be the leader of this and have to fix it all, right. crazy. Mm-hmm. He's, not even, he's not even worried about you. He's worried about the families. Like Roddy Rich, I'm giving the money to the families. Like Forget what the people are saying. You guys don't know. To say we don't care is yeah. just stupid. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you guys are on internet tweeting and I'm actually trying to take care of these families. We reach out, find out who was hurt. Trying, un, the sheriff is trying to figure out what happened. Meanwhile, you're judging from the sidelines. Like, come on, right. man. Right. Like, how long are you going to keep doing that for? And you make these people's lives and jobs even harder now. Right. Because now they got to deal with the public's opinion, an ignorant opinion most of the time. And I got to make the decision right and deal with your ignorant opinions. Like, Jesus Christ. Action is harder than opinion. So opinion will always come first. Yeah, was it the Man in the Arena quote by the, uh, Theodore Roosevelt? Like, the man in the arena, never listen to the outside crowd, only judge, only... Take the opinions of those who are actually in the arena with you. It's the summary of the quote, but it's mm-hmm. longer than that, you know. But yeah, bro. Like people, people are always gonna do that. People are always gonna speculate. Uh, you start seeing freaking conspiracy theories. I'm like, bro, people just died yesterday, and yeah, I already found time to make a 10 minute video about how this was sacrificial. Look at look at the tickets. Bro, first off, it's a Travis concert. Yeah. Okay. It's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. Like I went to the the, the the video of the doors opening up is ridiculous. I went to the I was at um Summer Jam when Travis Scott wasn't too popular yet. He was just growing up popular and he was on the summer festival stage and his fans did the same exact thing. They pushed the whole hot ninety seven cruise security out the way, knocked down all the gates, and was like this far like see this is the stage? They were standing right there. They literally pushed all security out the way, all gates out the way, moved everybody. And that type of energy, like, and bro, but that that that's where all this had, it was a mosh pit. You know, what I would really, yeah, yeah. So the only difference is, mosh pits with a thousand people isn't the same of someone like Travis Scott, number one selling artist in the world, who gets sixty thousand people to mosh pit. That's yeah. Like when I was in that, bro, at the Summer Jam concert, I walked up a little bit, and I was like, nah, and I walked out. I got time. For this. Hell no, bro. <laughs> but not to laugh. We shouldn't laugh right now. I just that was different. I was isolated, but. Mm. That didn't feel right, but um, bro, you gotta. I don't know. It's just it's a, a tough situation, bro. It's just like, like, like I said, it's it's a, it's a tragic situation. Yeah. You know, definitely prayers go out to the families and the lives lost. Oh dear. Yeah. And people, 
Well, instead of just like, and I'm not even going to say trying to figure out what you can do because not everybody's going to, you know, try to participate in whatever the case may be. But it's like, why is the first thing that like coming out of the situation is your opinion on what happened Mm -hmm. or how they could have prevented this? And like, I've looked at the stuff and I'm just like, oh, like this is crazy. I just want to gain more information on what it's going to do. I've thought about like. Jay, Jay said before, like, what does this mean for his brand? And, like, yeah. the, this, how serious. is it? Like, it's kind of like, this you know. serious. Yeah, bro. bro it's like, so, not a joke. And I'm, I'm not saying that the, the, the loss of life isn't important. But the fact that you're making speculations instead of just yes. talking about what you know happened. Bro, I had someone. Bro, I had concert so, happened, people died. Bro, I had someone in a group chat. I told him I was going to pray for him. Someone in a group chat was like, yo, Travis is a terrible person. People were dying on stage and he kept singing. He was harmonizing the deaf bodies. I was like, yo, bro, you, you, you're you just saying that. You actually have no idea. You watched one. He sent me the video. I said, bro, you watched one 30-second video and came to a conclusion about an entire event. I Literally. Said, I was like, yo, bro, you need to, like, on a serious note, you have to stop doing that for your life. You know what I'm saying? And then he was like, nah, you don't know what you're talking about. I was like, bro, I'm going to pray for you. That's a funny ass response. I'm gonna pray for you. I'm gonna pray for you because I know. This nigga Chris, yo. I know I, what, like, I, I know I what that does for his life. Like, like I know what that does for his life, him so, being able to think, like, the fact that he has those beliefs in, read, and I thinks that way. I'd rather someone pray just you, punch baby. me in the face than say, I'm a prayer. Pray for you. <laughs> just knock me the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. Yeah, that is, like, the, the nicest, no, you're, nicest you're, way to no, say you, fuck you. You're speaking facts, though. Because that's... <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we spoke about that off camera before. Um, and it's like, people will really have this whole identity of being like something came out how can i be the most outraged about this <laughs> and how do i do it to a yeah. point where it's like i'm looking at it from a different point of view to, like yeah you're outraged about it because of that but did you realize he was on stage and do like do you know bro it's like bro you you weren't there you don't know any ins and outs of the story. Not at all. There's no, you don't have no fucking people. Yeah. I know someone in his camp. They said they're going to let people die that night. Like what? You know what's even funny too? Because it's how you know people be tripping. The people who are actually investigating the event said we need to get more information. We don't really know everything. But every- <laughs> They're actually investigating the event. And everyone else is like, this is what happened. You watch the YouTube. I'm not in the same state. You watch the 30 second video and you know, but the Houston PD is trying to figure out what happened. People are crazy. Bro, that shit is tough. Cause it's like, but people really think like that. Yeah. 100%. People and like um this this podcast I listen to, he always says like the internet is too fast to care. Like people will really say something line. about something and like wholeheartedly believe it, right? And then more information comes out and it's like, oh well, but what's it, it? no. Oh wait, a, like the um, wait, 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 wait can, let me wait, 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 let me say something real quick. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, we've been on this podcast a couple times where I don't know. Have we talked about Jada Pickett yet? I'm standing yeah. on what I said. I'm standing on. What wait, wait. Time out. Time out. I'm, I'm standing on Jada Pickett. When I said what I said, I knew the full story. I'm, I'm standing on I'm that. Standing on Jada Here we go. We got. Let's no, do it. I just want to say this one thing. Yeah. I just want to say this one thing. Talk to me. So we seen the post, right? I'm sure everybody has seen it where mm-hmm. Will said something about yeah. like he fell in love with like his co host or some shit mm-hmm. like that. Or yeah. like he longed to see her or some yeah. shit. And I just feel like everybody just jumped to jump ship, like, you know, 
Jada this, Jada that, because Jada likes to go on her red table talk and talk her shit. I'm not saying Jada's right or Jada's wrong because mm. I don't know exactly all of deets and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I'm one of those people that takes pinch here, pinch there, so mm-hmm. I don't know too much. But the point I'm trying to make here is that we need to stay out of people's domestic issues. Mm. Like, everybody wanted to hop on Jada. Everybody wanted to say all these things about Jada. And you guys don't know what kind, what their terms were as a relationship. They told us. Yeah. They told us. <laughs> no, in terms, of the, in terms of the cheating, they told us. They got on a table talk and talked about it. I mean, now, after that, yeah. like, after they spoke about that, I mean, before, we didn't really know, like, yeah. what was going before, on with them. No, before, she, didn't know. she had yeah. this red table talk and decided yeah. she wanted to go out and spill all every beans. Like... Nobody really knew the ID, like, yeah, but the they, they were, were so people always speculated about them being like a crazy couple, yeah, like so swingers not, and shit. Not J. Yeah. Cole, J. Yeah. Cole said you want to, he wanted a relationship just like that. And we all thought Will and Jada, and now everyone's like, I would but never want to. I think it's because like Jada. they're so supportive of each other, and yeah. like they're both successful in their own right, and they both have raised two kids together that are fucking successful. I feel like so they like, have, but. And, like I said, I, we 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 could we could deep dive on this, really, no, on no, this no, another. We got, we got no, no, no. That's why yeah. that's why I said another episode. But I will say, I definitely still stand on what I said. About oh yeah, I said. I thought, like, I thought you were gonna get into your. I thought you were gonna get into your other point that you said uh, before about um people like when I don't want to tell it. No, we, no, because we can talk about it now. Because it's gonna because it ties into what we said before. I mean, we're, we're gonna talk about. It, not say before. We're gonna talk about. Yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. saying that. uh Remember I told you to save it? Oh, yeah, You're yeah, You're like yeah. men and so, women. So, I was like, why is it so hard for people to admit when they're wrong? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I'm one of those people that if I'm wrong, I'm going to just be like, yo, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I can only be better next time. I can try. I, like, I'm only human type mm-hmm. shit. And if, if whether or not you want to deal with that, that's on you. And that's on me for us to progress forward. Yep. You understand? So I feel like people don't, a lot of people don't see it like that. And men, when they are put in a situation where like they feel like they're not right, mm-hmm. they argue their point mm-hmm. regardless as if they're right or wrong. And women will start to lie to back their point to see whether they're right or wrong. Yeah. Like men get defensive and women start lying. Yeah, and I agree. and I think that's just like something <laughs> like I've observed like over time, like just like women get the like, oh, this is this and this, or this is this and this, and men really would be like, no, like I said what I said and that's what I said. Yeah, I I, I think it's it's because of gender, definitely, but I think um. Men see the world well. Not not all. I feel like most men see the world black and white. I feel like a lot of women like to see the gray area, and it's mm-hmm. just it's just a difference in our natures. And it's not one's not necessarily good, and one not ne- is it necessarily bad. Mm-hmm. Too much of one is bad. No, you feel I, me? I, I I like to get it a little bit differently. I think men see like the I would say the I would say the world is gray, 
and women see like the whiteness of the world and men see the blackness of the world. Like men are very like more narrow. I don't like to say these, I guess more men are masculine and feminine, but masculine people are more like narrow, like me, I'm very narrow and logical in my thinking. Like, like sometimes <laughs> but like, we'll be having a conversation. And I'm like, guys, it's off topic. Like mm -hmm. before we're arguing, like, you know, yeah, I'm yeah, very yeah, narrow minded yeah. on my things. And sometimes mm -hmm. people who are, who embrace more feminine energy kind of more like they see the connections and the integrations of everything and how everything is all woven together. Yeah. Like that's more, and I think sometimes men, you'll be having a conversation with them and they like to get dogmatic and double down on their point, even though it's wrong. Like you'll bring up outside points and they're like, no, 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 that's not, and, and they get double down on their point. Mm. And then sometimes women, I think women have a tendency to, not even women, I'm trying to stop using men and women. Feminine people. Because I know there's, when I say, because when you say women, there's also masculine women who don't do that. Yeah. But there's feminine women who might do this. Mm. So, and there's feminine men who do this. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, feminine. You know what I mean? So, yeah. feminine people, what they tend to do sometimes <laughs> is kind of live in their own imaginary place and they kind of pick and choose what facts to ignore and to accept. So, like, you can be having a, and, and I think it's also human nature because humans have this tendency. They call it like confirmation bias, where they'll only accept information or look up information that agrees with their beliefs yeah. and kind of ignore outside things. And there's also conviction bias, which conviction bias means that once you already believe a point, the more you argue your point with someone else, instead of actually changing your point, you'll double, you'll believe your own point even more. You you start to gain conviction in it. So there's different there's different cognitive biases that cause people to, to stick to their truths and stick to what they already believe yeah. and mm -hmm. it makes it almost impossible to change someone's mind mm -hmm. go back to unless the person really is open-minded and really wants to change their mind and like open to new ideas and are more growth-minded and open-minded than mm -hmm. other people but to Lay's point i've seen it over and over again with like men like even simple things like for instance i was something really petty michael jordan People who believe Michael Jordan is a GOAT, no matter what you tell them, they are going to double down on it, argue with you to death. Right. Even as new numbers come out, new facts come out, like what do you, what yeah. basis are, it's really, it gets to a point now, like, but because you believed it already, you're going to double down and you're going to do it. But I've also met women where I'm having a conversation with them and every two words it's like, yeah, but, but, yes. and, but, that's what, but and that's what I mean yes, with, the, yes, with the black yes, and white and gray. Yes, yes, so like, yes, 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 a, yes, I, yes, like, yes. I would say this. If a man is caught cheating, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's a wrong act, right? Yeah. That's something that you'd be like, yo, my bad. I apologize for doing that. I shouldn't have did it. Mm -hmm. But I know guys that will like have, like the facts will be in their face. And I didn't do that shit. Like deny, deny, <laughs> deny, yeah, deny. Yeah. deny. But, a, but a girl, if she gets caught, she's like, yeah, but instead of deny, it'll be like, well, you weren't, a, you weren't emotional available. Yeah, you feel me? That's what I mean. Yeah, so like, they're but. just they're deciding to see the gray. The guy knows it's black or white, but he's deciding to stay in the black. Mm. Like, yeah. nah, I didn't do that shit. Yeah, Basically. knowing all the facts is against him, mm. I didn't do that shit. Regardless, mm -hmm. they're not. They're standing on the fact they didn't do that shit. I and got the text message. It can right literally. Here. The girl's like, "Yo, look, this is a video of us. This is da da da. I'm. T I told your girlfriend every. Nah, that didn't happen. Yeah, it's not me. But a girl would be like, you know what? Like, yeah, he did come to you and say that, but you but, weren't. You weren't emotionally available. But, you were working a lot. You didn't tell me this. You didn't do it. So it's like that's deciding to see the yeah. gray. And the guy's like, nah, this shit is I, either or, and I'm yeah. sticking I with think, one I, And I think because of, I'm sorry. Like, no, 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 go, go. I think because of, like, also, I always say, like, sometimes the difference between women and men, sometimes standpoints from, like, biology and, like, just how our, our natural nature. So I think in times, like a man, for instance, where we are more aggressive and masculine and more just, we're physically, mm -hmm. men tend to physically be stronger, bigger, and more aggressive, willing to fight than women are. So men were willing to, like, fight. 
on it. Like, I didn't do it. Like what? Like no. Like, but women because they don't have that, they're more graceful. They'll they're, they'll take the role of manipulating you. Yeah. Like the role of passively aggressively getting their side to work out or manipulating their side to win. For instance. You might be like, you cheat on me, yeah, but you know this wasn't comfortable, yeah, but you weren't secure for me. And then by the end of it, you're like, you know, maybe I was wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've seen like, mm-hmm. I've seen, I don't know how I say, I've seen insecure men or like weak men, kind of get manipulated to something wrong was done to them, but and, a, a woman makes them feel like no, they were the one who was actually in the wrong. And mm-hmm. I've seen maybe Victim. insecure women are, are yeah, not as strong like women, vice versa. Vice versa, like mm-hmm. all the facts are out there. That this guy is absolutely terrible, Fuck and a woman be, will be like, "But you know, it's, a, a it's, sick, not, it's not what it seems." You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that to me is like that's some sociopath shit, bro. It's like you know that you can manip- you, uh, manipulate people, and you know that the person that you're with sees the good in people, so you're willing to make them feel like they're deficient in certain areas mm-hmm. to be like. Oh, but this is why I did this and did it. Everything that I did wrong is justified, but because of what you weren't doing. So now my wrongdoing is not wrong because it's only a manifest a manifestation of all your wrongdoings. Mm-hmm. Like you led me to this. What else was I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Like that's like some fucked up shit to like try Nuts. to like because to me it's like, bro, you can't sit there and you can't blame everything on someone else. Mm-hmm. You have to be like, yo, you know what? You weren't this, you weren't this, but I decided myself that I was—I didn't want to deal with that anymore and I wanted to go out and have fun. Mm-hmm. That's you assuming responsibility. You're giving a reason why you did it, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not just, oh, I was led to this because you weren't paying attention to me and you weren't doing this and you weren't doing... You could have literally been like, yo, you're not paying attention to me, you're not doing this, you're not... Doing, I'm out. I don't yeah. want to be with you no more. Yeah. You feel me? Because that's the same okay. person that, sh- that you're going to have to break up with anyway now because you 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 uh you cheated yeah. or you did whatever you yeah, feel yeah. me so it's like I don't understand how people can kind of keep that mindset mm-hmm. and think that shit is okay because I've had friends in the past where it's like guys and girls you know they might have came to me with something and like yo this person did this or this happened or whatever and I'm like yo that's not your fault you can't let someone tell you <laughs> because they're going through this with their family. This is how I acted and you should accept it. You should. It's a truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you should be like, all right, like, I understand that. Like, I know you're going through a hard time and I know that might have caused you to think irrationally, but still you knew what the deal was. And like, you feel me? Like, you can't, you can only allow certain excuses, bro, because people will take that shit and they'll really run with it. Yeah. And then they'll make you feel like it's your fault for just fucking ex- existing. Like, oh, Lay, I, I, I know I didn't do this, but I was feeling reserved because of this. And because, like, you spoke about it before. You were saying that uh, you had a guy that started, like, acting weird because, like, you were kind of, like, m- making more moves than him and doing this and doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and when yeah, you were yeah. when you're helping him try to get to the point he's at, like, he almost tried to, like, yeah, like, like throw it back me. in your face. Right. And to me, like, that's, like, that's pure insecurity because it's, like, mm-hmm. you are supposed to understand that this person was in a better position than me, kind of, like, allowed me to, like, be myself. I'm like, you know what? You're, you're not where you need to be, but I hope you build to get to that point. And that, now you build to that, get to right. that point, and, you and you're not me. even going to give that person, like, they're, yeah. whether you got together or not going to be together, but just give that person their respect and yeah. the due diligence to be like, all right, like, this person helped me get to this point. You know what's crazy? Because niggas be spinning blocks. Like, <laughs> You you want to do some shit like that? You want to you want to play me, right? Stand on it, right? And the, that's, that's my that's my motherfucking stand on that shit. 
don't come back because now niggas want to come back because like i the situation that santi's talking about we're not gonna get too crazy into it because like me and old boy is still pretty cool but like (laughs) (laughs) stand on that shit stand on that shit all right this week's song of the week is gonna be by a good friend of mine three-way blay the song is gonna be tutor off of his newest ep vibes 2 spelled with three exclamation marks go listen to that this bitch in my head like a tumor her legs open spread like a rumor got her on her knees hallelujah she can't fuck with me cause bro said that he knew her i be so damn high up off the meds it's not a rumor last night got so high i swear to god i saw my future shawty gave me so much brain she could pass for a tutor feel like i got powers baby i can see right through ya last night got so high i see my future back in school i spit game to my tutor niggas acting tough through them computers told her join the winning team cause her man is a loser Never really had the time to feed in the bullshit. Uh, I remember back then, they didn't want to include me. Uh, yeah. If it ain't about the grind, then I'ma exclude it. Uh, yeah. I'm speaking my mind, so excuse me. Uh, uh, they gon' want you when they see the money in the jewelry. Now they wanna tag along when they see the groupies. Mike Tyson beat the pussy up with a two piece. I don't wear Gucci, but my outfit costs like two G's. Come full of mud like I'm Tunchi. I got the gas like a BP. He don't want static like TV. Cause he gon' end up on the TV. I know these niggas wanna be me, but they can't come around like a CD. Half of the pound of the GG. Grade A ain't no CB. Her pussy wet, need a jet ski. Niggas lactose, can't get cheese. So my feet can't get these. Too many questions, that's my pet peeve. She was in my head, now she laying in my bed All these fucking mess, fucking with my head This bitch in my head like a tumor Her legs open spread like a rumor Got her on her knees, hallelujah She can't fuck with me, cause bro say that he knew her I be so damn high up off the meds, it's not a rumor Last night got so high, I swear to God I saw my Shawty gave me so much brain, she could pass for a tutor Feel like I got powers, baby, I can see right through ya Last night got so high, I seen my future Back in school, I spit game to my tutor Niggas acting tough through them computers Told her join the winning team, cause her man is a loser So that was Three Way Blay with Tudor. Um, first off, whoever produced that song, the beat was hard. Very quality. I, lo- I love One thing I love about even local artists that people are trying to come up is when you can at least sound like they're putting money into their craft because the beat and the production of the song itself sounds really good, you know? So 
new artists, um, you know, obviously anyone with someone starts a new artistry, you know, they, they you know, you're working hard to get better at your craft, working hard to get great. So I just love the fact that he had, you know, clear sounding song, nice beat shows that me, you know, he's getting serious about his craft. So I appreciate that. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. Very melodic. Um, good uses of auto tune. Not not too yeah yeah auto tune but yeah. And I've heard some more of um the songs off the EP, so I definitely uh, I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, it was definitely a clean mix. I would definitely like to hear it in a club. A little, nice little vibey, vibey bop. Yeah, Thanks. nice little hooks. I can't shots. wait to re- I can't wait till we review my song. My shit gonna get crazy. You cooking it right now? I'm cooking right Chris, now. Chris, you dropping your mixtape? I think you guys be asking. I said I can't come right now. You know, I'm doing something late Friday. Oh my I'm god! This man. I'm in the studio. I'm gonna try Chris to start refraining from saying shit. this nigga to Chris because I, f- I feel like he don't want me to say that. No, you guys got you guys gotta stand yeah. like cameras um, off, mic off. Every 35 seconds, you're like this nigga. Basically, <laughs> basically. I, I be breathing, yo. I be, be like, eating my food, breathing. They should be like this nigga. Like, <laughs> I'm just eating. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> like you don't fuck with my boy. Yeah, Chris is like, Chris is like my like big brother, that annoying mm-hmm. big brother that just like is always on you. Like she slipped that annoying that? in there. She, yeah, and I get that a lot. It's cool. I'm like that, you know. I'm I'm like that that big brother who always trying to correct and help, but it's yeah. like, all right, nigga, shut up. Yeah, That's basically. Uh, yeah, I know it's all love. Yeah, of course, for sure. I know y'all sure. love me, and I love y'all, so I don't take anything y'all say to heart. I just be like these niggas. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you need a headlock, that's all. What you say? So sometimes you just need a headlock. Need a headlock? Yeah, that's all. I'm telling you, I've been <laughs> practicing. <laughs> Did y'all see his face just now? Yeah, my boy, my boy is um. <laughs> Jiu-jitsu? Yeah. yeah. I'm not even going to be getting front with y'all on camera. I be getting beat up every day. Don't let that. <laughs> I'm not even going to I be taking a lot of L's in that gym. <laughs> it's been humbling. It's been super. Uh, jiu is really humbling. That's what I can say. <laughs> Very humbling because, you you know, I'm waking up, you know, I'm going to the gym 7 o'clock in the morning, starting my day off, and I'm just doing this the whole time. Like, yo, tapping out. Arm bar. I say, yo, this is interesting. This is not, this is not for the week, bro. So how often do you go? So I go guaranteed twice every morning. I'm mean, at twice every morning. Whoa, I was guaranteed, like, guaranteed twice every week. Okay. Um, and then the how my schedule allows me. I'll go to open mats on Saturday. So like three days I'm locked in a week. Any extra time I get in the afternoonish when my schedule's free, I go or I'll go do Muay Thai. So it's gonna be like a two year process where I'll really be an efficient fighter. Okay. You know what I mean? So And that's always an interesting um dynamic to me. Because like the people that don't know how to fight mm-hmm. They talk crazy. They're the biggest, baddest people ever. Yeah. Right? But I'm not saying that you didn't know how to fight. But yeah. you didn't know how to fight in the eyes of... Yeah. You feel me? I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I did not know how to fight. All right. But, but I'm not... But I ain't, I ain't putting out there. Cause you feel me? I ain't, I ain't about to let people think my cousin was just out here rolling nah, around pussy. Bro, right? these niggas is killing my boy, <laughs> My boy could put some shit together. But when I say know how to fight, I mean like in the proper style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, it's yeah, funny yeah. that you go in from like not knowing how to fight. And you're getting your ass kicked. And that humbles you. And then at the end of that, you're this freaking weapon. Yeah. And then you're a weapon, you know it, but then you have more tranquility. Yeah, yeah, bro. You know like, I, mean? I can say, like, bro, from a, after even after a couple months versus the average person, mm-hmm. you'll do things that that person's like just not going to be prepared for. Yeah. But when you're really around other killers, you're like, Jesus Christ, bro. Like Chuck Norris always told them, listen, man. At this point, I feel like you'll appreciate it. What? So they're saying it's a 
Ah. If so, then you're just harmless. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe did the, did the mics pick you? Are the mics gonna pick up what you just said? Probably not. So he. Jay said, "You're not peaceful unless you're capable of producing violence. Producing great violence. If so, then you're just harmless. Yeah. If so, then you're just harmless. Yeah, 100. And we spoke about that before. It's like, bro, you only know that you're like you're peaceful, your lawyer, if you can do something and you don't. But if you if you can't want to fight and choose never to fight, then maybe you're just scared. But if you could beat up everybody and still choose to walk away from fights." Like, listen, man, I don't want to do this. I'm going to go home. Or you choose to run away knowing if you wanted to, I could pop your arm out of place. Then you're just a peaceful dude. You know what I mean? But and that's how most of you guys walk around. They look so peaceful and meditative. <laughs> I love that in the movies. It's always, they're always like at the bar fucking drinking out of a glass. Listen, man, I don't want any trouble. <laughs> and then they beat like, up everybody. I feel like that's going to be Matthew when he grows up. Yeah, like my little brother. Listen, bro, you can't no poke he's a sleeping really, bear for bro, too long. Bro. He's such a cool dude, and I feel like people always bother him. Did you? But, have, and he really knows how to fight. Did you guys like, see that video? Like, <laughs> did you no, guys see that video? He really is, and and like he's no, <laughs> he's really like cool dude. Like if you talk to him in any kind of like aggressive situation, he'll just be like. Yeah, no, we can't do this. Or like when he's talking on the phone with his friends and they start talking about wild shit, he'll be like, "Yeah, I want no parts to this." Like I always hear him tell them like that we shouldn't be talking about that. Like that could get us in a lot of trouble and shit yeah. like that. Like he's super aware. So like when niggas fuck with him and he start popping their eyes, they get like you know, it's a problem because Matthew's like some little crazy, crazy yeah. strong it's, dude. It's a choice. Yeah. It's a choice. And you know what else is a choice? Is I know we said we're gonna talk about the. The whole Britney, oh mm. no, we, we said we're gonna talk about. We just we're not gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about her ideas, not so much her as a person. But we're we watched the the Britney Reiner interview with DJ Academics. Um, we're not gonna talk about her, so we're never gonna describe who she is as a person or what she's done. We don't you know we don't need, we don't need a background story on her. But I thought we're doing yay first. Are we doing yay first? Yeah, let's do yay first. Let's do yay first. I'm apologize. Yeah. We're doing kind of. Right. Let me go to different place in my notes. I got, <laughs> Yo, Chris, <laughs> Chris been locked in all week for this. Yeah, all right. I so uh, I gotta late. take a pic. Lay, uh, you want to introduce the, the, the video? Oh, I'm so Let people sorry. know what Kanye West did this week. Okay, so Kanye had a interview with Academic. No, no, uh, uh, Nori. Uh, Nori. 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 It was uh, Drink the, Champs. It was, um, it was the old girl that had the interview with Academic, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So Ye had this interview, and he basically went on the interview and started talking about his artists, well, right? Because he found like Big Sean and. Yeah, Talking about a lot of stuff. Yeah, well, he's talking about a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a lot bigger than that, but like these are like you know main things that have been circling the internet. And And so that's what's so interesting to me, the internet, because like you could just see the state of pop culture when you have a three-hour video. I'm at three-hour interview, Mm -hmm. and the most popular thing is literally the one minute, the two-minute thing where it's like, yo, do you guys also know this man said that it would be a good idea to create. Uh, a clinic for women who are thinking about having abortion so instead of them getting an abortion actually come to the facility and they'll help you take care of the baby mm-hmm. like that's such a, a bigger idea than mm-hmm. which was kind of I don't know why he said that but <laughs> yeah, Big Sean was worse than he never made that's just stupid but there's so mm-hmm. many other things that's like wow this guy's an interesting man yeah you know what I mean and uh, when I, he talks there's so many my bad but there's so many like plus minuses yeah, that yeah, it just yeah. cancels out like he'll say something extremely like Left and they say something really smart and they say something really crazy, 
Well, I don't want to say crazy. Yeah. You know, Kanye's we all, brilliant. We, yeah, he's, he is brilliant. But you need madness to create yeah. a genius. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knows that. And I wrote this down. Um, when something I had in my notes, just the top of it is like, I've, I've realized, like, just because you're a genius in one area mm-hmm. doesn't make you a genius about everything else. Yeah, like, so yeah. for someone like, instance, like Einstein, I read his, I read some of his biography. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a genius mm-hmm. in terms of physics. Yeah. But you know what's something in his life he never figured out? Relationships. He like kept getting divorces, never really got right women. So, but he was a genius with physics. So he, he understood, or maybe he didn't understand it, but these things didn't carry over into the other areas of his life. Like this is the same guy who might not have been able to do something else, but he focused on what he was good at. Yeah. And I seen, I heard Kanye West say, and, and Lauren Hill corrected him when he was like, "I'm the leader." Yeah. She said, "You're not the leader. You're a, a leader. leader." I think sometimes from what he was saying, not just him as a person, what he was saying, and what I kind of heard in his wording was, he believes because he's a genius in fashion, music, and just art, he kind of feels like this carryovers into other areas of his life where he's just kind of always right <laughs> hell about. yo that's perfect that is per i never thought of it like that yeah, yeah. hell yes bro yeah. it's that's exactly like, what he yeah, that's ex- that's yeah sonically he's a genius yeah but he thinks that like he thinks he's this uh da vinci this polymath this yeah. divine and i don't think he has and i have a dad yeah. joke to that uh that einstein quote you just had what so he mastered physics mm-hmm but not chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, not nah, that's facts, bro. Like he, he, I don't know. When you look at him as like a being, right? He's very interesting, and he says a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when he's saying a lot of things, he'll like 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 I said that plus minus. Mm-hmm. People get so caught up in the minus that the plus just the plus. gets diluted and everything. Bro, like, because we're so caught up in this cancel thing. Like, yeah. as soon as you say something, they gotta break it down to these crumbs. Yeah, but it's like break broken down to like nothing. Like, essentially, you're not seeing like the bigger picture of what he's saying. Yeah. So like he, I wrote this quote down. Well, I paraphrase. I didn't get the word for word quote, but he said something like he said the goal of life is to build great relationships with. S- with so much and so many people that your money is no longer needed. So he was going into describing how basically right now he has no home or house. So he's been going to like all these places with nothing, just like this bag that he puts all his stuff in, right? So he went to the Ritz Carlton and they were like, oh, sorry, we have no rooms for you. Obviously, anyone who walks to a Ritz has money, right? But he had a mask on. He pulled his mask down and they were like, what's I'm looking for you right now? And then while he was there, he had no clothes. He realized, oh my God, I have no socks or underwear. The CEO of like Balenciaga, since he used to work for him, I think at Yeezy, mm-hmm. and now he's the CEO of Balenciaga, heard Kanye West was in town. He told him like, oh, I don't have anything. He goes, don't worry about it. Because what the guy do, he gave him all free like underwear and socks and everything he needed for his entire stay while he was there. So mm-hmm. everything, so he was trying to explain like, he's done so much to help people that now he goes to all these places and because he's yay, Kanye West, his money is no longer needed because I could be the same rich guy as Kanye West who can go into the Ritz car and afford Balenciaga, but I have nothing done nothing to benefit these people's lives. So yeah. they're not going to give it to me for free. They're not going to have me come stay in their house. They're not going to go out their way to search for a hotel for me because I haven't served them on that level. And I know a lot of other successful people who give me that same message. Like the goal of your life, I was with someone this weekend and I asked them, he knew someone who like, runs a billion dollar business and I asked him like what's the major difference between that man and someone like myself or like other people you know he goes the main difference between this person is 
two things. He goes, they serve more people and they're grateful to do it. Yeah. So a lot of people just serve people or they'll help people out or like, you know, they're doing something for the family, but they're doing it with a puss on their face. They're doing it like it's a burden. Like, oh my God, I got to cook food for my, you know, they got to do all these things. Like it's a burden. But he said, this man serves people more than anyone he knows and thinks and takes it as he's grateful for the fact. Like he'll wake up in the morning like, I'm so happy and so grateful to God that I get to go out and serve this many people every single day. Yeah. And Kanye West was kind of given that same exact message. And it made me realize, I was talking to Asante about this before. Look, I, you don't have to say, like Dave Chappelle said it too. We got to get to a point in society where just because you like someone or just because uh, you don't like someone doesn't mean you have to disagree or agree with everything they say. Yeah. Like just because you don't like Kanye or think some things he says is crazy, that, that doesn't mean you have to look at it and be like, well, everything he says is crazy. Right. It's like, that's, no. That's not true. There's some good stuff in this interview, yeah. bro. Yeah. But some people are like, so some people watch the, a couple two-minute clips that came out on Twitter, won't even go watch the whole video and already have a conclusion about how the interview was or how Kanye is. And yeah. to me, that's just insane. So like my, my, my thing with Kanye is, I feel like a lot of people don't, take the time to like kind of like read through the lines yeah mm -hmm. um i forgot who it might have been one of you guys or someone else but they were saying like people kanye he's well enough now to have conversations do these interviews mm -hmm. and make sure like he's be not being irate and he's he's he's, he's level-headed mm -hmm. but you have to think about how he's trying to deliver these things and how they're getting to you yeah so he might have a point like you just said and he'll have a counterpoint and if people get lost in the counterpoint, like, oh, well, where do you go with this? He just starts ranting. And the, but it's like his points are his points. And the things that you don't agree with, you just don't agree with. But you don't yeah. have to because you're not harping on his on his valid points the same way you're harping on the things that you disagree with. And in yeah. the light of that, like, I understand the type of person he is and how he is like towards like, I guess the, the network of the people that he works with. Because he talks, he was like, oh, Kanye thinks he's this, he's, yeah, we always, we've always known Kanye thinks he's that. He's told you in the past, and he just told you again, he, he just put all these valuable people in a group chat and texted all of them and said, I'm worth more than you. <laughs> Why would he do that? I don't know, but no maybe, knows, what, yeah. what if he has to do that for himself? To like now, I, now that's that's, that's the motivation for him to go out and get that gap deal to prove it. That's the motivation. So it's like you can't really try to understand the method behind the madness because you're not him. Yeah, and you'll never be able to. Yeah. So you have to take those things with a grain of salt. And even with like the backhanded uh, stuff that he said, like towards Big Sean and stuff like that, right? Oh, he said Big Sean's the worst business decision he ever made. He shouldn't have signed him. Da da da. But immediately after he says that, and Kanye talks about how he's really in tune with his feelings, the the wreck reasoning was behind that was, oh, because when I started running, he didn't say Big Sean flopped. He didn't mm -hmm. say Big Sean didn't sell. Big Sean, we had to shelf him. He said, when I was running for presidency, Big Sean and John Legend, who are good friends of mine, did not back me up. Mm -hmm. That is a hurt person, bro. Yeah. That is a hurt person giving you a reason for something. That's like a, a girl or a guy saying, Oh, their ex is this and all of other stuff, but there were all these great things to them before. But they're hurt because they're, so they're they're gonna say those things about the person. Yeah. So you have to read through the lines of that, and he's a regular human being. Yeah. He, that happens in a regular life. So why would you think that he's above that? He just has a lot of fucking money. And it, and I wrote it down like to your point. Like I think he said it too. Like he well, it always caught my attention. He kept saying how much he loved everybody. Yeah. Like he said, like I love Drake, but he he realized, and I've realized this too. Just because you <clears throat> love someone, doesn't mean you can't like 
constructively criticize them or you can't mm-hmm. critique them. Yeah. So like with the whole Big Sean thing, I realized like like you're saying he's hurt, but what he is saying is, yo, these people did me wrong. I feel as if these people did me wrong, and in his eyes, that's true. So he might feel like this is the worst thing I ever did. Is not necessarily saying like, oh, I hate Big Sean. It's just just saying like, yo, no, because of this. I'm really upset about it. And he's criticizing them for it and he's coming to his own opinion for it. But people don't, people not, like, I don't like how people kind of make it about everything. He's not saying, like, I saw people on Twitter, like, how can you say that Big Sean was the main reason that good music stayed afloat when no one else was selling? Okay, that's not what he's saying. Like, <laughs> that's not what he said. I could tell you didn't watch the interview because in the interview, he clearly said, this is because when I was running for president, I changed your family's life. Like, you know I'm a good dude. How could you not back me? That's yeah. all he said. It had nothing to do with music. I so think, it's like, you, yeah. I think, like, what really threw people off is that he was, like, he has said something about, like, his funeral or, like, him being in a casket, right? Or but, something like yeah, that. Yeah, he, he said on, like, his, on his tombstone, it just said the yeah. reason I'm here is because I signed it. And yeah. that's, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. once again, that's and him being. Those people didn't watch him You got to read through that. I think people, I think, honestly. Like, they, mm. like even with the Dave Chappelle situation, mm-hmm. I think people who feel that way probably didn't watch the whole thing. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think, yeah, obviously, most people didn't watch the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. So they're most going out, because I saw the two-minute clip, and I'll be honest, I saw the two-minute clip, and I, and my friend sent it to me, I was like, wow, Kanye West is yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But then after I said it, I was like, mm, Let me not. I need to, I need to fix this? I was like, yo, I need to go watch the whole interview. Yeah. And then after I watched the whole interview, and even what he said directly after he said, on my tombstone, they cut out the video. But if you actually watch the whole video, you'll see why they cut it out the video because he kind of talks through it. And after he talks through it, you get a full understanding of why yeah. he feels the way he feels. Mm-hmm. And it's only coming from a place of the fact that yeah. he felt like he should have supported no him because yeah. he supported him. Yeah. And I think, like I said, a lot of things he says gets lost in translation and all that good stuff. So it's like you can't pay too much attention. Well, you do pay attention to it, but you, you have to pay attention to the things that he's saying that he's saying in between those things and the person that's coming from like i said that's that's coming from a hurt place Mm -hmm. he said plenty of other things in an interview and i see i saw through the cap he's sitting there talking about how he has to take his daughter to parties and they're playing sicko mode and and drake is technically threatening his life on this and it's like bro first off the person that's on sicko mode is like your brother-in-law basically yeah like and second off, he's talking about some. Oh yeah, you said you didn't fuck Kim, but I'm not even to get too much into the tabloid shit. And he's like, Kim said that she's not gonna listen to this shit no more. That's cap. She literally posted CLB and said out now. So like, hey, you could see like his version of things may not always be true. Yeah. And like, but t- in his head, that's what he feels like. He might have not even seen that she posted the album, but that was like a. Remember, niggas was like, oh, I think yeah. I think it was a fake, fake picture though. No, no, no. The volume thing was fake. Oh, okay, okay, okay. They, okay. they faked that volume thing, but she actually I, like I saw the post. She, the internet's insane. Yeah, bro. she 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 posted, she she posted his album and said like CLB out now. Yeah. So it's like, I, I we're not rich. We're not these celebrities. Yeah. The fact yeah, that people get so caught up. Yeah. And like we we what? come here and we talk about like. But I want to talk about the, because I want to talk about the Donda stuff. The, yeah. or, the organization, the orphan organization. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about that too. Yeah. It, you want to finish your point but these people get so caught up in like celebrity business that they make it like <clears throat> that the interview had to like service them somehow like oh why did he say this or why didn't he talk about this or why didn't he do this it's like bro that man has always been himself he tweets the way he tweets he acts the way he acts he's always been like a freaking <laughs> a relief fund 
George Bush doesn't care about black people. Iconic. That was 2000, like, four, 2005 or whatever. So it's like, bro, he's always been that person. So in those moments, you have to look at the message of what's coming from him. Yeah. But not, like, how he's delivering it. Because yeah. clearly he doesn't always do a good job. And that. I was like, yeah, he's, you know, that was very iconic, by the way. Um, yeah. But I want to talk about the, uh, the, the, one thing I would say about him, bro, and what I really respect about him is that you can at least admit he has vision. Yeah. He has a clear vision of what he wants to accomplish. Like I liked his the Donda orphanage that he was talking about. Mm-hmm. So he wants to create the Donda orphanage right after his mother, which would help go to prevent abortions. It would be a shelter for and be a shelter to prevent abortions. So he brought a statistic. I didn't fact check the statistics, but he said that fifty percent of African American deaths in America are from abortions. So if you're someone who counts abortions as deaths as you know a death in general as a human life if you take up the amount of abortions that the african American community has and pair that with the total amount of deaths in general it would be about 50 percent would be from abortions so those are numbers he did i didn't double check but that's what he was saying so his goal was he said he doesn't want to be like texas now he doesn't want to be like all right no one can have abortions at all no he still thinks that for your body your choice that's what you should have but he was saying that probably the main reason that these abortions happen is probably because of maybe the the family feels like they can't support the child or they don't want the child so he wants to create this orphanage where you would come and we would cover everything we would cover everything you need to prevent you from having an abortion and maybe even if you don't want the baby after all the support and maybe give it away for adoption like other things but anything to prevent anything he can do to prevent abortion yeah to me now obviously that's very that's a vision now how that's going to happen that's going to be more scientific getting things in order but he the man has vision and, I, and that's something you can never d- deny like even his deal he talked about that he signed the gap he wanted to bring good clothes to people to like obviously gap is an f- affordable store so he wants to bring nice quality dressing clothes to a store that people can actually afford it because you know people and not everyone can't afford his easy seasons so the one thing i could say about the guys you like them or not you we all could be like well, that is a great damn idea you know what I'm saying? Regardless, like, what you feel about the man. Like, wow. And I, to me, it blows my mind that, yeah, the world got so harped on the Big Sean thing. Did you guys hear what he just said about orphanage? Because mm-hmm. he even brought the point that the person who made Plant Parenthood, their goal was to, and they're quoted saying this, I've read it before, that their their goal was to kind of control the, the, like, the birth rates of African Americans. Like, they wanted to basically, like, just stop African Americans from giving birth, like being more controlled, basically get rid of the race. Mm-hmm. That was the the original goal of Plant Parenthood. Now you and now you look at it and say, wow, say fifty percent, whatever the number is, a certain demographic of deaths from demographic, a certain percentage of deaths come from abortions, and a lot of them may be from African Americans. It's like, wow, maybe that person was actually kind of successful yeah. in what they were doing. And now you have a man who's saying, I want to save. A million black babies a year regardless of how you feel about the man the fact that he has seven billion dollars and his vision is to save a million black babies a year you gotta at least say whoa like how is that not everywhere why is that not on every news channel that is amazing think about it but you're talking about the big sean thing that's just almost distraction bro that's what i'm saying like the internet is too fast to care bro literally you would hear those numbers on paper, and that would be something to be concerned about. Whether that versus yo Kanye thinks it wasn't a good idea to sign Big Sean. 
and you're more outraged about that. <laughs> who cares? <laughs> like, you looked at the two shits, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to be more outraged about yeah, that. Like, who cares about the Big Shot? Like, there's no disrespect to Big Shot. I love his He's music. He's a millionaire. I'm a big fan. He's fine. But He's who a- cares, bro? This man has a $7 billion and wants to save black babies. Wait, whoa. That's like that. And he also talks about in that facility, introducing things like the Dr. Sabi diet, all these things. And I love, like, I know a lot about Dr. Sabi and his mission. Like, whoa, this guy has $7 billion. And he's talking about things like Dr. Sabi. He's talking about things about saving black babies. He's talking about things about having an orphanage. Wait, like, he's not just saying these things. He can actually make them happen. Yeah. You know, like, it's one thing for the righteous guy who's broke to talk about things. And we're like, okay, whatever. But now you have a righteous guy. He said that. That's why he goes. He's like, I'm like, Dame and, and Jay-Z put together because he has the money of Jay-Z, but he said the vision of Dame Dash. Or so it's like, this guy yeah. can actually make these things happen. Why is there not more support around that? Why are we so harmed on the fact that, oh, he's crazy? Like, it's, it's a meme world, though, bro. Like, it's, it's always easier to just make fun of it because, you know, like when Kanye fucking was in Montana or Wyoming, wherever the hell he was at. Wyoming. And he was building, like, those, like... He's building a city. Yeah, he's building He's building those homes. And he's like, I want to build a city. I want it to have clean water. I want it to be freaking solar-powered, all this other stuff. And it's going to be homes that people that don't have any houses can come to, can live in. People say, yo, Kanye didn't make music. He think he's an architect. Bro, he's literally doing something yeah. that's going to change lives. Like... Yeah. You don't hear people making jokes about, yo, why the fuck is Ashton Kutcher not acting right now? Why are you trying to be a lawyer? Why is he trying yeah. to fight for, for, for human rights and or sex Akon. trafficking? No one said anything about Akon. Nobody says stuff like that, but it's like you you look at the person it's coming from, and like you said before, people already have that bias, mm-hmm. and they'll just already decide like, oh, this is even more a fuel for me to say, oh, Kanye's crazy. He's disconnected. He's this, he's yeah, that. But, and this is even he, something for He you can be about. those things, but you can be other things as well. And off of that is something for you guys to think about is, could it be that there's people planning these ideas? Like, is there a higher power maybe saying, yo, you know what they care about? The Big Sean thing. Let's put that out before we get the chance to watch the interview. Let them focus on that. Like, think about it. Mm. These, there's publicists out there. There's media groups. Like, I don't like this. All the major newspapers that... Instead, harped on big, like all the newspapers said, Kanye West said this. These these are like newspapers. These are big media groups. And you guys decided to post about the Big Sean thing. If you watched it, instead of saying Kanye West, billionaire, billionaire Kanye West says he wants to create an orphanage for, mm-hmm. to save, like you had, you had the choice of what, because he said it, and I loved it. I had to write it down. He was like, your job as a media group is to adjust people's programming. So as a media guy, as the head of media, like CNN, for instance, whatever CNN posts, a large demographic of America is going to be like, that's the way I think and feel. Mm-hmm. Whatever Fox posts, large demographics is going to be like, that's the way I think and feel. So as a media group who knows you have that responsibility, for you to watch that interview and says, I want people to think and feel about what he said about Big Sean, instead of I want people to think and feel about what he said about the Donda Orphanage, the good things he said about all these other musicians and Things that most people would be like, who are those guys? And he's yeah. saying, like, they had the biggest impact on music. Yeah. The positive things he said about Drake. Like, even the fact that he said, my beautiful Dark Twisted Eye Fantasy is the best album he ever made. Like, all those things that happened. But no, let's only focus on. Or, or the fact that he said he wants his family back. And the reason him and his family are together is because of the publicist and E praying them against each other. And E, 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 the new channel, that's not, that's not your family. It's mine. Like, that's what we're going to focus on? Crazy to me, bro. Yeah, but uh, people 
that are in these uh, news outlets, media platforms, their job in their eyes is to make money and they have traffic, to, get, to gain traffic, come through a thing. Mm-hmm. In their mind, this is going to be more, and, and the, like I said, it just shows the landscape of the world. I know if I put this headline out there, if I say LeBron doesn't want to be an advocate for the vaccine, that's going to get more clicks than LeBron James says him and his family are vaccinated. I know if I say Kanye West says the biggest artist that kept his record label afloat says the biggest mistake on his life and it'll it'll be on his tombstone. It's going to get more clicks than Kanye West wants to save people. Kanye West wants to do this. And as citizens, bro, we have to understand your real vote and please don't get mad that I say that. Your real vote is your is your paycheck, your dollar. If you really want the world to change, be more concerned about how you spend your money and how you spend your attention than when you actually go vote in the ballot. Because right now, I can promise you, if you like, if you want things to change, if you told CNN and Fox, yo, until you guys start telling the truth, we're not watching it, your show anymore. Mm-hmm. We're not buying your newspapers anymore. We're not clicking on your articles. Anyone who posts misleading headlines. Us as the, as the public is going to cancel your article. We're not reading anything you write anymore until you fix that. Yeah. They would stop doing it. Because you as an engine, you have enough money to do the due diligence, but you decide not to. Because you're aware that you, one, you can be like, oh, this is misleading information that we got. But they know that's a scapegoat and that they could take that route instead of saying, hey, we gain information from all sides. This is all information. You deduce what you want from this. Yes. It's no, we're going to provide a point of view for you. We're going to push this point of view. And if you're a frequent, um, if you're a person that frequents this magazine or, or website, or whatever the case may be, you're going to start developing those mindsets. Just like you'll see, uh, me and Jason was talking about this the other day. <clears throat> you can literally meet people now that they're, they're like archetype for their personality is social media based. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally a personality now. You can hear it in their vernacular. You can hear it in if they're speaking in strictly to it's to this for me. It's it's you can hear everything they're saying is something that's popular to right now. So it's like below all of that, you'll never get to know who that person is because all of their traits are something like we we're talking about people being outraged. People use that as identity traits. Like what can I care about today that's gonna make me seem like a better person that I care about this? And I, it's almost a flex that I get to share this. For, did you guys hear about what's happening over here? How could you guys sign these positions? Do this, do this, do this. Yeah. But it's not even coming from a point, a place of I, I genuinely want to help these people or I genuinely care about this. Right, it's just like I'm the first to be outraged and I brought attention to this yeah. first. And now I feel like bro, you guys can get along. On and, the now, train. and that was people like the Aaron Rodgers situation. bro. I wrote about that a little bit, too, because the Aaron Rodgers situation really confused me, bro. Yeah. Uh, people were saying that he lied to the public and that he said he was vaccinated and it's not fair. Then, I, then some people, especially black people, were saying, oh, look how racist the media is. Look okay, how they Eric, covered. Okay. Um, fill me in. I'm going to get to it. I just want to say that okay. some people in the black community were saying, oh, uh, look how racist the media is. They, they crucified Kyrie, but no one's saying anything about Aaron Rodgers. So the backstory of Aaron Rodgers is early in the season, they asked him, are you vaccinated? And his response was, I plan on getting immune, immunized. I think the word he used. Immunized. I'm, I'm pre- yeah, I'm yeah. planning on getting Im- immunized. Mm-hmm. Immunized. Immunized. He said that's what he said. I'm planning on getting immunized. Right. After that, they never asked a follow up question. Never asked them again. Mm-hmm. They never asked what that means. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Boom. Shut it down. Dead right there. So the backstory is, and the backstory is, so he's allergic to the ingredients in the mRNA vaccines. 
So he can't get Moderna. He can't get Pfizer. He actually can't get it. Okay. So the only other option was Johnson & Johnson. But when Johnson & Johnson, when it was around the time they get the Johnson Johnson, that's when all the stuff came out about Johnson Johnson. Yeah. And they took it off the market. Mm-hmm. But then they were like, oh, it causes more good than harm. So they let's, put it back on. Let's put it back out. Right. And even today, they still have an issue. So he said he's not getting that one. Yeah. So he hired a team of doctors and doctors, different people in the medical industry, and produced a 100-page research paper. Not social media doctors. No, no, real PhDs. <laughs> he produced a 100-page. That's he, doing your research. He produced a 100-page research paper and submitted it to the NFL to get health, for health reasons, immunized. What? Immunized. Immunized, God damn it. To get immunized, whatever. Just give mm-hmm. over it. Santi, I'm going to point to Santi to say the word. To get? Immunized. Boom. So submit that to the NFL. The NFL, long story short, rejected it. And he said he knew the NFL was going to reject it when he said to them, when they told him in the case, oh, no, we uh, people who get the vaccine are immune to COVID and can't pass on to others. And after doing his research paper, he knew that was cap. It was before the world knew it was cap, though. But he yeah. got a doctor, 100 yeah, research yeah, yeah. paper. He knew it was cap. So now fast forward, comes out, he gets COVID, that he's he gets the full NFL suspension. Now people are calling him a liar, testing his integrity, his character, this, that, and a third. And he comes out and speaks and tells this whole story, then goes into depth about what the NFL's been making players do. And it's basically, this is what they have to do, bro. So say we all go to the facility, we get tested every single day. The vaccinated people who get tested, after they get tested, before the results come back in, get to walk straight into the facility. People who aren't vaccinated have to go sit in their cars. Mm-hmm. That makes absolutely no sense. People. Even though you get tested in the morning and after your sewn is negative, you guys get to all go in the facility. People who are not vaccinated have to still wear a mask. And then when you guys are working out in the locker room, you guys have to work out in your own corner. People who are not vaccinated. When they go on trips, people who are vaccinated are allowed to leave and come back. People who are unvaccinated have to quarantine and stay in their room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's saying, he's, he's telling all the surgeons, like, okay, one, if we all get tested for COVID in the morning and we all get our negative results, why now when we're all in the facility, I have to wear a mask and they don't? Mm-hmm. Why do I have to work out in the corner by myself? Why, if I'm getting tested every single day, I, I got to quarantine and stay inside the house and everyone's get to go away? Why is that? It's because these protocols aren't rooted in science. He did a hundred page research paper. They're rooted in shaming people to do something. Mm-hmm. We're gonna shame you, make them be able to walk in. And guess what? The Packers got all this COVID. It came from a vaccinated person. So maybe it would have been smarter to tell that guy, hey, no, everyone has to sit in their car and wait till the results come back. And then when your results come back, then you're allowed to go in. Mm-hmm. Because he was vaccinated, he's allowed to go in, allowed to eat mm-hmm. with the players in the cafeteria, be around the cafeterias, and they go, oh, he's tested. Go get him and tell him he has to come out. Right. He was just already around everybody. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these things are telling, making people do, and now you bring that to the outside world, yeah. is it's not rooted in science. It's rooted in shaming people to control them to do something you want them to do. Mm-hmm. But I tell this to tell the story is, what is the media outlet saying? Oh, he's a terrible person. He should be ashamed of himself. I lost respect for him. Before he tells his side of the story, I lost respect for him. I'm ashamed of him. How could he do this? But then what is people on the black side saying? Oh, they're treating Aaron Rodgers different because he's white. And look how they treated Kyrie. But we out with the mean. It's like, how can this all be such confusion? It's because you guys are getting fed. It's like how... The algorithms. The guys yeah. are getting fed different information. Right. And you guys aren't going out, stepping back, and doing your, your own, own research. Because if you watch the video and listen to what he said, the opinions all you guys have are invalid. Yeah. And this, in this side, if you actually paid attention to how the media is covering him, what they're saying to them, you know yeah. they're crucifying both of them. Yeah. Yeah. And 
and they're two completely different, different situations situa- in two completely different sports as well like you we we can't compare and contrast every single situation when it comes to this covid nonsense i mean like everybody's body is different everybody's mm-hmm. like you know beliefs are different like and Jewish people, they can't get like blood transfusions, right, or something like that. Not sure. Well, oh, I, I, I think yeah. I have. I've I've heard of religious reasons people yeah, that yeah, don't yeah, get yeah. blood transfusions. That's like if you have like sickle cell and you need to get yeah, blood. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, like, they don't they like you, they don't know whose blood you're putting in them. Type. Oh, it has yeah. to be like like kosher blood. No, yeah, not even like not even. Not even. I don't know but, if it's specific to Jewish people, uh, yeah. but <laughs> kosher blood is crazy. Right <laughs> up. <laughs> Um, that's tr- that's no, no, crazy. no, 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 I, no. I, I get you. I get you. It's oh. just funny. It's funny, though. Oh. <laughs> Bro, but I was like, there's like, there's even people that like don't attach other people's hair to their head or don't wear weeds because like you don't know whose body that blood is running through. And okay, that makes sense. Spirits. That makes sense. Yeah. Like yeah. Okay. It's just like, yeah, like different situations, basically, is what I was yeah. trying to say. Causes for different things. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And for people to be comparing like, Kyrie, even though I fuck with Kyrie and like I think he, what he's doing, like he's standing behind, Jersey. he's standing behind his shit. Yeah. Like I really fuck with it. It's not medical. Yeah, you know this and guy. He, uh, it's medical. And even bro, and even in the NBA, Kyrie can't play the entire season. Aaron Rodgers has to just sit out ten days. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's not even comparable in no, situations. That's what Wait, I'm saying. It's two different sports. It's two different, like completely different situ like situations as people. Literally, you mm. know, as and, people. And where Kyrie's at? Because I remember my dad saying this. He was like, uh, "Like, like what you said. They, they almost want to shame people into getting it, right? Mm-hmm. Right." So, when the when the mandates first happened in New York, it was just indoor dining, and my dad's like, "If they really wanted everybody to get the vaccine, and they wanted to shut down." For, for medical reasons and for health reasons to not have people indoors without having the vaccine, they would say, you can't go to a mall. You can't go to any shopping stores. Mm-hmm. But that's that's currency right there. That's capitalism. They're yeah. not going to shut mm-hmm. that down. And Kyrie, where he is, he's in the state where that happened. So it's like, if I can quarantine, I can do all these things that I can make sure I keep myself healthy and play this game. But you're not going to let me play just because I don't have the vaccine to play in New York, but I can play in other places. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about people that were unvaccinated and traveling to New York and come to play in New York. But because I reside in New York or because my job is here, I can't work here. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah. It, like you, you literally can't compare the, the two mm. because the world's a different, mm-hmm. uh, mo- most indoor, I mean, most NFL, uh, games are played outdoor or right. it's a lot more open space. Exactly. NBA's arena is closed. It's tight. That's understandable. So it's like you have to look at it as it's like one person, he has he has medical reasons mm-hmm. for him not wanting this. This the next person has spiritual, religious, mm-hmm. personal reasons that he doesn't want to get it. Exactly. Either way, you have to respect both. Absolutely. There, there should be no reason to be demonizing anybody mm-hmm. because you're not better than me because you got it and I'm not less than you because I didn't get it. Yeah. It's you made that choice, which was best for you mm-hmm. and whatever decision, maybe it was for work, Maybe it was protect the older person that you're living with. Maybe it's to protect your loved ones. Yeah. That's fine. And I'm making this choice because, 
like we we spoke about on a past episode with your um with your god sister mm-hmm. she has issues with her body yeah, yeah, yeah that she just can't just be introducing foreign stuff to her body yeah, without yeah, yeah. having any knowledge behind it right right absolutely. and she is very um intelligent yeah, and yeah, she's yeah. knowledgeable in what happens with her body absolutely yeah. so for her to have some type of skepticism you shouldn't be looking at a person like, why wouldn't you want to do it? Because for her, it's not as easy for you. Like, that's mm-hmm. not just a comeback thing for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. you you have a, a regular immune system. Yeah. Right. You feel me? And, it's like, I know people that have compromised Probably. immune systems. So it's like, you can't you can't make the way you feel yeah. make someone else feel like that because you, I, I I know I'm 100% <clears throat> healthy and I know, oh, if this goes left for me, I, it'll be good. Right. I'll, be, yeah. I'll be fine. Right, and this goes back and to this- where we've been, uh, kind of the whole theme of this entire episode. Because there's just so many people who come to conclusions with such limited amount of information. Yeah. Right. Like, because Aaron Rodgers talked about it, too. Like, if you really, say you really wanted to protect yourself from COVID. Like, your goal was, I want to be as protected against COVID as possible. What you would really do, right, is fill yourself up with vitamins and nutrients. Yeah. And then what you would do is, you would, throughout your daily life, kind of hope you come in contact with COVID. But you would hope that your body is so, immune system is so built up and strong that you would get COVID. And you would overcome it. And guess what? Your body would have the antibodies. Your body mm-hmm. would have had, actually had COVID. And people who had COVID and beat it are the most immune to COVID than even if I get a vaccine. Like that's the, having COVID and winning it, beating it is the best way to be protected against COVID in the future. That's how your, right, that's how your immune system works. That's why like even with women, when you breastfeed, breastfeeding is so important because you also pass on part of your immune system to the baby. Because that the, I think that the T cells, one of the we learned in, in school, one of the cells uh, get the part of your immune system gets passed on to the baby through breastfeeding. So it's part of you passing on your immune system to the baby. That's the number one way to protect yourself is to actually be exposed to viruses, be exposed to pathogens, and your body overcome them and know how to deal it, deal yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. But now we live in a world where we're starting to avoid pathogens all antibacterial antibiotics and mm-hmm. uh, hand sanitizer washing hold it mm-hmm. it's like you're actually your food is super clean someone drops up on the floor i'm not eating that you're you're actually not exposing your body to all these pathogens that normally you would mm-hmm. which helps you build a healthy and strong immune system yeah. you know what i mean so i don't but if, if I was, your body doesn't know what it is it can't defend it but mm-hmm. people just exactly. you you come to all these conclusions and opinions with such limited knowledge like before you judge Aaron Rodgers, it would have been good information to know that he's allergic to the ingredients and the mRNAs and the mm-hmm. other. No one wants the Johnson Johnson. I mean, let's be serious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no <yeah>. cap. <laughs> like okay, she got recalled. I'm good. Like no one wants that one. Okay, the other two, the ones we want, but he's allergic to them. Mm-hmm. So you would rather him just take it, hope for the best, than him not taking and be like, like what do you want yeah. him to have allergic reaction? Then what are you gonna say? Essentially, you don't the shot is. You know, just this is just mind blowing because essentially the shot is to like protect ourselves. Like if we were to get COVID, like the symptoms are minimum. You know, like yeah. we're not dying of COVID. <laughs> so like I'm so confused. You're mad at me because I don't want to do something that's supposed to protect me. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? So it's just like they call you selfish. Word. And in in other in other uh, COVID news, the Pfizer's available for five through eleven year olds now. So if I see some of y'all kids out there, maybe I should be demonizing them too. Yeah, is this bro, is this kid in baby gap right now without like, the vaccine? Bro, it's even like I know for me, <laughs> like I know even for me, bro. Like I had to get it for work. You know what I mean? <laughs> nah, like this shit is stupid, bro. I, like I had to get it for work, me personally. Like, mm-hmm. Bro, I was gonna get fired. Same. And to me, that's insane. Like, 
like just because I I don't feel no safe. I feel less safe in my mm-hmm. opinion because I know how well I was telling the Spanish to my boss. We were having a conversation. I was like, for me, it's like I didn't. He was like, damn, you just got it. I was like, yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. because for me, you I, how well I take care of myself and treat my body. I would bet ten times out of ten, even with your vaccine, you throw COVID at me, and like I'm gonna I'm gonna win. Like, cause look how well I treat myself. Look how well high in my immune system is. Like, yeah. like I'm the one who wakes up and drinks green juices juice freshly juice green juices i'm the one who takes vitamin c and b and all these minerals and vitamins i'm the one who takes CMOS. i'm the one who eats plants i'm the one who works out all the time i'm the one who gets a good night's sleep like i'm the one who avoids certain things so i can like i'm the one who does that you don't do that not now i wasn't talking to him like that obviously Yay. but like you don't do that so for you to even believe you're well protected and safer and healthier and doing better for your grandparents than i am you're crazy. Yeah. You're crazy. I swear to God, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. But I think, like I said before, people come to so many conclusions with just such limited information. Like there's a graph that I saw it on. It's like when you get a little bit of information, you think you know everything. But the more you learn, your beliefs about what you know starts to fall off a cliff. Hell yeah. Because the more you know, the less you know you know. Because yeah, you know yeah, how many possibilities you start there are. Questioning yourself, like, what is this really? This like, that's so crazy. I got a People bit really be emotion. unhealthy. Throw the vaccine and them think they're healthy. <laughs> that that is the equivalent to ordering the freaking supersized meal and then asking for a diet coke, thinking that you're being healthy. Uh, fucking screaming, fucking assholes. <laughs> uh, moving, <laughs> moving on. Um, all right, so this week, uh, Chris threw in the group chat. He threw a. Um, <laughs> what happened? Can we get his face? She got excited. Oh, yeah. I am excited. Chris, Chris, in the group chat. Um, everybody knows who who it is, but the, the the interview that happened this week with DJ Academics. Yeah. It's a very famous uh, female. If you don't know, you know, go and do your, your research. But this is a young lady who her ideals and um, kind of the, her principles are, are what we want to get into more so than who yeah, she yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but... Chris, you want to break it down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I watched it. Um, like we said, we're not going to get into the person itself because I don't think you get a lot of value just talking about a specific person, but you can get value from going into someone's belief system, someone's values, and the way someone thinks because, like I said before on this podcast, I feel like we have a responsibility. Like, There's people who might think a certain way, and I feel like it's our job to really talk about these things because at the end of the day, maybe five years from now, our daughter might listen to this and she's trying to figure out what's right from wrong and we could do a, a great job of challenging beliefs that the public might think is right. We could put our kids in a better place. We could put our nephews and cousins and we have you know, our cousin Jair who is of that age where these things are gonna become very important for him to start thinking about. At least we know he could tap into Demigod Chronicles and get good information to help change his life. So I'm really, I'm really doing this for lazy parenting. I'm like... You're having issues with what is episode one fifty six, and that's what and that's what and that's what it should really become. Especially, bro, I texted them earlier. Especially with the state of the media right now, bro, it's like just so many lies are being filled. So many, you know. And I think what I did like about the Kanye West thing is he said a lot of leaders are selfish because a lot of leaders are only doing things for their own common good, not thinking about yo. There's two thousand people listening to me that whatever I say, they're gonna believe and and do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like all the people who. All the celebrities like who go and make a deal with, say, like you know, an unhealthy restaurant. I'm not gonna say no names, but go do a deal, <laughs> knowing that your fans see you make a deal with that unhealthy restaurant. Now they're gonna go buy that meal, and you know that meal is killing them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's nuts. So just to start off, the first thing that I wanted to hear from you guys, which I think is interesting, is she mentioned having thirty bodies and like 
30 bodies is not a lot, right? Now I wanted to ask you guys, cause I thought that was interesting to me and I got the average body that the average person has. I'll get that to you later. And by bodies, I mean sexual partners if you don't speak slang. Um, is 30 sexual partners a lot in someone's life? Yes. Yes, I think it's a lot. I think so too, but I'm gonna lay. I mean, like how old are they? She's what, 29? Yeah, I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot, right? Women. So now, even for her age group, you know what the average person, how many sexual partners the average person has? How many? Four to eight. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, you guys are laughing, but so the average is four to eight. Mm-hmm. So now, before, now, we, now, remember we're going before like saying, is that a lot, is that a not? Now knowing that the average is four to eight, we can definitively say, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, without question, because yeah. it's just way above average. Yeah. That's a lot. That is a lot. Now, this is, I think, something, even for men and women, this is, we're not going to just say women, for men and women, now knowing that, hey, some people desire to have families and sex and a healthy relationship, sex is a very important part of a healthy relationship because for the most part, it's an emotional attachment to the person you're dealing with. Now, when you have 30 bodies, don't you guys think part of that emotional attachment starts to disappear because you've had sex with so many people you're no longer emotionally involved with that how can you still have that same emotional connection with the husband or spouse when it's like, I've done this 30 other times with other people that are somewhere still in my subconscious, comparing that to you, throwing that on you, and now we're supposed to have this emotional bond. So I, I, brought, I wrote this down to talk about it in the sense of if you had a daughter, like if you had a daughter, even a son, mm-hmm. who was like, you know, they're trying to figure out what's right or wrong to do. And you, I would still tell her, hey, look, go out there and have fun, do what you want to do, but still be aware because at the end of the day, remember that one day, you're, if, if your goal is to be married with kids, that matters. Regardless if we wouldn't be like, you should never ask, you don't want to match. Bro, it has a uh, psychological effect on you, guaranteed. Yeah. You know what I mean? So obviously 30 is a lot. What's your guys' take on it? I know niggas with like seventy bodies. Yeah, but guess what? How many? Oh. But how many guys with sex seventy bodies could you really be like? Those guys are really great. Like they like. There's nothing like like those are like number one husband picks. Like there's nothing like they don't need therapy. There's nothing wrong. Like that's a lot of people, bro. Just to be running through. Yeah, you got seventy that's a bodies. Lot. You got a lot of one time shoppers. Yeah, that's a lot, bro. Because <laughs> ain't no way there's 70 people yeah, that you was, like, fucking with on that level to where, Yo. like, you were keeping them around like that. And sex almost becomes ask, nothing. I don't even ask body count numbers yeah, because nah. that shit kind of just makes me a little, like, makes my stomach turn. Like, <laughs> no cap, that shit makes your heart beat funny. I don't got time for shit like that. Yeah. Like, niggas, like... How many bodies you got I is have, crazy. I, like, I think when I first got with my ex, like, I don't want to, I mean, like, who even gives a fuck? Niggas is grown. When I first got with my ex, he had told me, like, it was, like, up there, like, close to, like, like, 20, or, like, up there already. And we were, like, what, like, maybe, like, four or five years ago? That's when we, like, really first met each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, the, he, what, he had to be, like, what, 22? Like, he had to be pretty young. Yeah. Yeah. But for you to say, like, at that age, you had 20 bodies already, or close to yeah. like 30 like that's a lot bro if a girl told me she had 30 buys i'm not gonna lie i don't care what no one says about me we're not gonna have a relationship yeah like a serious like we can have fun but i'm talking about a serious re- it's not gonna happen like yeah. you're not my wife 
I can't have you my wife. I can't be mother of my kids. It's just, regardless, call me shallow, call me what you want. And all the girls do be like, I'm insecure. Cool. We don't ever have to have a relationship together. <laughs> but I would never marry a girl with that I'm so, I just can't. It's just like, why? To, to me, I mean, once again, I don't ask body count. But if you mm-hmm. ever wanted to know if you have a lot of bodies or not, think about when you became sexually active mm-hmm. to the point you are now. Mm-hmm. Think about your body count. And now within the, because like, you could say 30 bodies old, like I'm 30 years old, right? Whatever. But if you started having sex at 20 years old, 30 bodies within 10 years, and you just do like the freaking math on that. Like all right, that sounds like a normal number, but it's really it's not. Really, uh, you, but it's, it's and really. This is not. how we know it's not normal. The average is four to eight. Yeah, that's not normal already. Mm. So we know it's not normal. So like we have a number to say is this normal or not? Especially for, and I don't. I don't want to get too into the, oh, girls have to keep a low body count. Guys are supposed to have a high yeah. body count. Like that's that's bullshit. Whatever you, you see fit, you do. Mm-hmm. But, like, just by nature. Girls are like usually the ones to like. I like girls are gonna deny more sex than guys are, right? Mm-hmm. And girls most of the time will be like, all right, like they they choose who they have who has access to them, and like most girls don't even fucking really want to run through thirty guys because they don't even know thirty guys that they would want to have sex with. Exactly. Yep, yep. you, you feel me? Yep. So it's like for that number to be that high, it's like you probably were either like. Granted, like I said, everybody live their life, have your fun. You're being, you know, young, wild, and free. You're feeling liberated and all that good stuff. She definitely, definitely, I would say she's a very free-spirited person. And, yeah. And, and something else, you know, I know time, like something else that was a big kind of prince, like a kind of theme through the whole talk of a belief system is the idea at, that a person has to accept me as I am. Yeah. And there's a couple things that in that she said a lot where... Even DJ Academics was trying to say is she had the concept of someone has to accept me as I am. And she gave certain examples. Like, for instance, she brought up the fact that her ideal husband would be someone where she's in the club shaking her ass for the whole club. And he was like, oh, you mean shaking your ass for your husband? She goes, no, just for the club, for everyone to see. And he would be under her just clapping. Like, yeah, that's my wife. And certain other things that you know you just got to accept her who she is like her whole past her writing a book about sex the 30 bodies the fact that she said on the show it would be open to having like two guys and one and just her or three guys and just her that the fact that she feels this way like that's That's just that's that's it's tough yeah that's That's just how a husband and but what really struck me and i have to say this is she's not i didn't take her as a bad person i actually had a newfound respect for her because as listening to the belief system, it made me wonder, like the whole concept, take me as I am, if some people, I'm not even going to say women, if people are kind of delusional about relationships or very delusional about what the opposite sex wants or needs and kind of little delusion about how the world actually works. Like this whole concept of take me as I am is a little bit challenging because I have never thought in a million years that someone needs to just take me the way I am because if I would have said that even three months ago I'm a better person than I was three months ago so I I could never walk around with the concept of yo the world needs to just take me as I am because I'm constantly growing changing and adapting so I think for stagnant and selfish so I think for me to be like especially I know there's things about me where I've just told you guys before that I have a tendency to be very dogmatic 
I have, I have toxic traits about myself that I'm constantly working on, building on, and working to growing on. For me to just say, no, I'm going to keep those traits and everyone else in the outside world needs to just accept them or not deal with me. To me, that's very delusional about human relationships and especially from the standpoint of I'm saying I want to have a happy family with kids and a, a wife. Now, that's extremely unreasonable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I want, I want to hear you guys take on that a little bit. I, I, I'm, I, I have a personal belief that if you can identify what's wrong with you and vocalize it, that's a big step. Because a lot, a lot yeah, of people can't even do that, right? Yeah, yeah. But now, if on the flip side, if you choose to let that be a thing and you decide that I'm not going to change it, now you're making a cognitive choice to be set in your ways, mm -hmm. which is completely not okay mm -hmm. so for for the whole accept me as i am thing mm -hmm. is there a guy out there that probably doesn't mind you having 30 bodies yes because he might have 60 so he might be like girl i fuck twice as much as you i don't care mm -hmm. so that's not saying what you're doing is wrong but i think the wrongdoing is like things require things in life right like mm -hmm. there's just if you want to apply to a job certain steps you got to take the certain requirements you got to have right mm -hmm. So if a, if a, and it doesn't even sound right on the flip side either. If a wife is looked at a certain way or a husband's looked at a certain way, mm -hmm. like I can't say, oh, I want a girl that while I'm on, while I'm at the club and I'm in gray sweats and I'm fucking grabbing my dick and showing it to everybody in the club that she's going to be beneath me clapping. And I'm expecting her that I can be with her and another girl or her and two other girls. That doesn't sound realistic for me. It doesn't sound realistic for her. So it's like, you that's not husband shit in my mind that's mm -hmm. not wife shit in my yeah. mind when you decide to reach that pinnacle you like this people reach a point where like yo we can agree to disagree and we have a good thing let's be life partners they might be swingers whatever the case may be but it's like those people have an understanding of who they are mm -hmm. and they're comfortable within the relationship mm -hmm. so for you to find somebody like that that is a goal you shouldn't find somebody that's ready to settle down with one person that's ready to be a husband to one person and to be living a wholesome life. And you want them to settle to do that. That doesn't make any sense. And I'm not saying that she's necessarily saying that. Mm -hmm. But at the same, on the same note is you have to find somebody that you can maybe build towards that with. Like yeah. I can find somebody that they can accept my flaws. Mm -hmm. I can be with them. They're fun. They they kind of like, you know, promote my 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 wild side. But they also kind of reel me back in a little bit. You have to have a comfortable balance with people. Mm -hmm. So if you find that within somebody, yes, that's a doable thing. But for you to say, I want this type of man or I'm going to get this type of man and you're not doing the thing like we talked about before, I can't not be putting in my work, doing my jump shots, freaking doing my schoolwork and doing all this thing and thinking I'm going to get a scholarship to go to school and then eventually end up in MBA. Like that doesn't work. People that sit on a block all day, they're not expecting to get scholarships or yeah. to go to a league because that's not what mm -hmm. their 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 habitual habits are reflecting. Yeah, and that was the that was one of the and I brought that up too. That was one of the, another big theme and the, and that's where I had a newfound respect for her and that I didn't demonize her. I actually just listened to her ideas and beliefs because I realized her goal and what she said it, her goal is to be a wife. She wants to have a family. She wants to be a wife and and build a happy family with with her husband and kids. But I feared and I and I and I feared the most that other women didn't share her beliefs because the lifestyle she was describing, the lifestyle she wanted to live, I can say for most men, and if and you know it's a marketplace, so you, you better off going. For most men, what she was saying isn't gonna work, because most men, 
do not want what she was describing. Most men will not take a wife the way she a wife the way she was describing. Most men who would deal with her and and, and the way she was describing her life, which made me really sad, was exactly what academic was trying to tell her. Side chick. Sure. She was describing a life as a side chick, where pe- men not publicly saying this is my girl. The one and, and that, I'm gonna say it perfectly. The one guy who married a young kid, everybody was looking at him like, what's wrong with him? Like, this kid's a goofy. And then it sucks that after it all, yeah, you know, yeah, this is what happened. Yeah. And he said, what really sucked was she, academic was telling her, like, hey, you know, you got to kind of probably to be a wife, tone it down, this whole thing. And she was like, well, when I was married to him, I did tone it down. And that didn't work out. And he was like, you're right. I did notice that when you were married to him, you toned it down. But he said, he made a good point. He goes, but after you guys broke up, you kind of went right back to being the person Right. You toned that you quote unquote toned down from, and what that showed was you didn't actually change. Right. It was kind of like a, it, it made it seem like, even if it wasn't, it made it seem like a facade because we all can put on a front, right? But yeah. if you truly change as a person, that means after this was over, you would continue acting that as that new person persona you were putting on. You yeah. wouldn't have just immediately jumped back to this person you're being now, yeah. right. and. To Santi's point, and, and, and Jace was saying it earlier too, is if you want a result, like I know, my I have a goal in life to be wealthy, to be a husband, to be a, 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 a father. I know those are my goals in life. I have to do certain things on a daily basis, mm-hmm. and if I don't do them, then I won't get it. Mm-hmm. Like if I want to be a husband, well, what wife is going to take a disloyal man, a man who's not stable, a man who I, I know what it takes. Mm-hmm. So I have to even challenge, even if I have temptations in my heart. I have to challenge those things. I can't just go act on them mm. because then I'm not a husband. I'm a whatever. <laughs> I'm right. a boyfriend. I'm, I'm just a, a guy that women might be interested, in, but I'm not a husband. Who's going to marry a guy who kindly treats on them constantly? That's not. So you have to fight against those things. You can't be that. And I can't say, oh, I'm not married. Yes, I can still act that way. No, that just has to be who I am as a person, you know? And I think that a lot of people struggle because they, and they get so jaded about life because they want these results in their life that they're not getting and the reason they're not getting them isn't because life's not fair Mm -hmm. it's because they're doing the wrong things on a daily basis that would lead to those results so what they really need to do is really take a audit review of what they're doing on a daily basis and say what do i need to change because you can't say i want to be like for most men most men don't want their wife dancing on stage and twerking in front of the entire club while everybody's recording them, then they post it on Instagram and then under their Instagram post is a whole bunch of men putting hard eyes, thirsting, and and then got, got, sliding your DMs. Men, husbands don't want that from their wife. And regardless of how you feel, take me as I am, you ought to understand, okay, maybe there's one guy out there out of the 300 million, the, two, the 150 million men in America. Maybe there's one out there. But then guess what? Now you start to think about what you want. Now you want a unicorn. You want a guy who's extremely wealthy, guy who's extremely successful, to also want these things too. So now you're going to a very small demographic of people who are wealthy yeah. and successful as you are, or more successful and wealthy as you are, to also feel this way. Now you're this guy might not even exist. The the guy you want might not exist because guess what? If you want a Drake or you want a someone like J Cole, you want that super successful musician to be or the basketball player to be your husband. Well, you're also competing with the other women who want him as their husband. And those women might be more wholesome. Those women might not have the history you have. Those women might not even have a kid now. That's your competition. Mm-hmm. And they're beating you. So guess what? Unfortunately, and 
what happens to a lot of people is you're going to end up alone. And guess what? To be alone, that means you have to, at the end of the day, save up $4 million for your retirement to take care of you for the rest of your life. You have to have insurance. You have to have um, assistance. You have to be able to afford this lifestyle of being an independent person, and it's expensive. The world is not set up for people to be independent. Most people aren't going to have $4 million to pay their life from 65 when they stop working until 85 when they die. You're not going to have $4 million in your bank account. So you really need to get start thinking about this whole independent take-me-as-I-am lifestyle. If it gets you to be alone, well, maybe that's not going to help you. you yeah. got to change. Um, you know? I think with her, she just kind of put herself in a hole. Like, with, like, her, her book and this, like, you know, how she carries herself. Well, not how she carries herself, but the things she says, mm-hmm. um, or even how she carries herself, you know, in the the previous situation that she was in, and how she handled that situation. I think she just dug herself in a hole. But like the things that she says, I think are are very true. Like, like you essentially, you want somebody to take you as you are. You know what I'm saying? We were kind of talking about this a little bit before uh, we got on the pod, and I kind of said like, what if me and like Santi started dating like me and Sant are really close. Guys, don't take this and run with it. But like, <laughs> me and Sant are really close or whatever. Sant knows right now. Like if we, like if we all go out to a club and I want to go shake my ass on a chair, I'm gonna go shake my ass on a chair. And you know, y'all are my 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 guys. Like you guys are gonna gas me up. Like ah, nah, nah, nah. like you know, we're chilling. So I think like we have that friendship. So if we were to start dating and I was to do that, I don't. I feel like it would be wrong for you to say something because you knew how I was before. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You're not coming out of pocket. Yeah, exactly. Like you're you're my friend, so you have to understand, you know. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I kind of feel like she meant in that sense. Like mm-hmm. take me as I am. Like, you know, you I like to be loud sometimes and sometimes I like my space and sometimes yeah. I wanna go yeah. shake my ass. Mm-hmm. And obviously there's like limitations and shit like that. Like I'm not gonna go on social media and be like, uh, like half naked, like, you know, DM me, da 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 da. But like if yeah. we are out and I'm shaking my ass or and you're recording me or people are recording me like duh, we're out and that's mm-hmm. what we did before we started dating. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? We were friends and we established yeah. that and you understood who I was. Yeah. And I feel like and that was more of her point, but she dug herself in a hole mm-hmm. to a point where like she don't get that respect now from like niggas. Like she's yeah, not gonna get respect from guys. I think you, I think you said a good word in it. He's like the limitations of it. Cause yeah. now say you're dating someone and you're shaking your ass on them. Like you're mm-hmm. shaking it for them. You're not, I'm on this side, you're on a table over there shaking your ass for the entire club. Like that's to me, like even if you used to do that, I feel like you're as a like even as a, a man, like say you when before we were dating, I was going out every weekend. Like I used to go out. I used mm-hmm. to go when I was in college. I would go out every single week. Mm-hmm. Now, as a boyfriend who's lives with his girlfriend, you think it'd be okay if I kept going out every week while she stayed home? And I'm like, well, I used to go out before and party. Now you nah, got to say, like, so you know what I'm saying? There's yeah. if when you take on a certain role, like my role is a husband, my role is a father. It's not well. I was partner before I had this kid. Now that I have, so what? It's like, no, when you take on these roles in life, things, you have to change. So to be, yeah, single, cool, do what you want. But now you're talking about, I'm 29, you know, I'm looking for a husband. I have a son now. I'm looking for a family to raise. Well, ma'am, ma'am, I'm sorry. That type of lifestyle you're describing that you want the result of, 
don't come with those actions. Yes, sir. So you have to change. And the thing is, too, and that's why it's like a double edged sword is because you have to understand the type of person, one that you're dealing with Mm -hmm. and two, their capability to adjust. Adjust. Yes, Mm -hmm. because people will see things like there's things that might be a red flag. I could be like, yo, I like hanging out with this girl. But when I'm around her, she might be on her phone too much. Mm-hmm. That's something you could talk to somebody about. Like, yo, I kind of like, maybe you shouldn't be on your phone as well. I kind of like, I want to spend time with you. I want to enjoy that time. Mm-hmm. That's something that can be talked about. That's something that can be adjusted. But if you're like, yo, I like this girl. She's mad cool. But she's like, I don't know. It's something, you just have to, you have to, you have to realize like what's. outside every weekend. Yeah, like, like that what is something that's a, that's a, that's a red flag. But it's like a, something that can maybe be turnable. So I guess it would be like a yellow flag. Mm-hmm. What's a yellow flag and what's a red flag? Something that, that can go either way and something that like, no, this is that person in a certain way. It's like, yo, I'm friends with this person. I know they're always lying, right? So if I decide to trust you with something and you lie about it, I can't get upset because I know that's you. Mm-hmm. I can I'm only expect liar. people to be themselves. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, excuse me. That's my thing with people. Is like people will see things within people and then like to fantasize like images in their head. Like they'll love the idea about it. Like, oh, I can get them to do this. I can get like I remember being in school. This kid met this girl, took her. Or I won't say took her. I was about to say took her. <laughs> I won't say took her. <laughs> but he she was dating someone when he met her. Mm-hmm. He met her through infidelity. Jeez. And oh, she man. started dating him. What she and been doing. Along, how you get him is how you lose him. Along the line, she ended up cheating on him, <laughs> and he was so shocked. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> what? 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 What are you what? shocked about? Like, what, like literally, idiot. what are you shocked about? You met her that way, so you know it's doable. You know what she about. You know, you know. So it's like I, I can't. It's like, yo, if I met you that way. I can't expect you to be like, all right, this is completely out of the system now. Now, if it's a situation where it's like, she was dealing with the person. It's the only person she's been with for years. She was towards the end of her relationship. Dude's like beating on her. Like this, this fucking, yeah. there's mad extremes, right? That you could be like, all right, this is why this would drove her to this. This is not her normal behavior. But if you met her like that, or if, or if you heard stories about her and this and that, but a person will really meet a girl like that or a girl will meet a guy like that and expect them to change. So it's like, yes, the person is kind of, well, the person is wrong for being, uh, for, for doing wrong by you, but also they're not wrong because they're being exactly who they've always been to you, but you're the one that expected different. So in that sense, I would say shame on you because Mm -hmm. you're supposed to understand that. It's like, I, I know this person is not a reliable person, so I'm not going to rely on them. If I rely on them and it blows up in my face, I shouldn't blame the person. I should blame myself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I definitely agree. I mean, like, at the end of the day, like, one time I think Chris mentioned it, that women go on, like, social media and kind of, like, that's, like, their platform to, like, show their flowers and to attract men Mm -hmm. and things like that. So if you go, if you... What you put out there is what you're going to attract. Yeah. yeah. Most stuff. And that's what I learned being around so many guys. Like, yeah, they'd be like, yo. Dude, the post like, yo, this much money. I'm, and like, I'm trying to. Girls only want me for my money. <laughs> like, like, bro, what? You white. Like, yeah, exactly. Or girls will post like, 
they ask and be like, I'm never going to find a husband. There's no one respectful of my DM. Excuse me. Um, I know your ass cheeks are out right now, but have you ever read the... the <laughs> like, no, it yeah, doesn't, it doesn't yeah, work yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, and, so and that's I, a... And, and that was exactly right on the... I think Elijah just summarized the whole thing yeah. perfect because that's what I'm saying. It's yeah, like, exactly. It's just like you have to be the energy you want. Yeah. Be the energy. You energy want. is a boomerang. It's reciprocal. Uh-huh. The things you put out are going to make it back to you. Yeah. Absolutely. Regardless. So, yeah, make sure you make sure you checking your energies out there, Maybe man. I ain't shit. Maybe that's why I keep getting a shit ass niggas. Maybe you just need to get Oh, well, I mean, I don't know how to take this. I was going <laughs> to This might be this Did we just have a revelation? Huh? <laughs> Did they just have a revelation? A revelation. But, but you're so. not that's not true. Revelations, <laughs> write that down, show idea. Revelations. Mm. But Alicia, I wouldn't say that. I don't know. I think you are a very high value woman. And and in and, and growing into it, I would say from I had I known you, just do a better job picking. Yeah. I think we need to take you through a, a mini class of how to pick. <laughs> we should do that. Write that yeah. down too, Jace. We should have an episode on how to pick good men and women. Yeah. You gotta um That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. There's people that are chameleons, right? Mm-hmm. Oh so, I don't think you do a good job at Figuring out if they're chameleon or not. Yeah, yeah. You gotta see past the exterior. Are they trying to blend in me with me right now, or is this really them? Yep. No. 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 But uh, yeah. I think we good to wrap. Yeah. Uh, this has been another episode of the Demigod Chronicles. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. Whether you made it to this point, whether you stopped listening after 15 seconds, we appreciate you for even giving us a chance. Stop Um, doing that if you're doing it. What's that? Stop doing that if you're doing it. Yeah. I mean, I guess you will never hear this. Maybe we should put this in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this, Word, please if you, continue listening. If you're listening to this, continue to watch. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, like I said, another recording day. Uh, very good episode, Love my it. opinion. Uh, <laughs> we, we're, ca- we're catching the swing of things with this bi-weekly thing. We got a, a, a vlog coming out this week. We got this it's episode dropping funny. this week, so you guys got some bonus content. We got clips coming to the page. Mm-hmm. We got a whole bunch of stuff coming for you guys, so you know, make sure you stay tuned for that. Um, under the umbrella of Master Studios, you know, there's a, uh, another podcast that I want to big up, putting up points podcast. Uh, that is my boys, uh, Frank, uh, Jason, and Meek. You know, they're on there talking about sports, fantasy, sports betting, all that good stuff. So all you guys that are true fanatics um tap in. you know make sure you go over there tap in with them and uh yeah you know we, we we're producing it and you got lou behind us it's, it's all a family affair we right? got we got lou back y'all lou is yeah, we got lou back y'all lou here because lou, been ch- lou uh, is trying to act funny but he's back nah he he liked he liked that ex. yeah he liked the ex-girlfriend you know he, he might not be here next week yeah. this might have been the breakup sex you know <laughs> <laughs> you guys are shit. you guys are out of control, bro. Uh, but yeah, um, follow everybody on their respective social medias at um, CB Lopez at Alasia Ashley when she's available like a sneaker drop, and right now she is, you know, available. I might not follow tomorrow. Jay at Jay <laughs> after the revelation. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Jay um, Follow Lou at Young Lou Twenty Four, and follow myself at underscore underscore demigod underscore and at mastered studios mstrd underscore studios spelled with a v and follow us at the demigod chronicles underscore on instagram and at the dgc on twitter you can find us on youtube at um mastered studios okay spell the same way 
And uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys for tapping in. You know, you guys are helping us grow. You know, we hope we're helping you grow as you're helping us grow. We got some, you know, some new exciting announcements coming up. Uh, you know, we, we're, we're working some behind the scenes thing that you know, we're really excited for you guys to be a part of pretty soon to hear for. And, um, and guys, like, interact with us. If yeah. you guys want to hear about something, if you guys seen something, um, if you guys want to promote your stuff, like, just, you know, hit one of us up on our pages. I'm pretty active when I'm available. Uh, Santi uh, controls the, twi- the Instagram. I control the Twitter. So, like, come just keep in contact with us. You got Chris over I'm here. here. He's, like, he's just, a, he's a people man. So he just finds us people like <laughs> he, he's really the people man. That's like all. this he, is the king of LinkedIn. Yo, this man, he's this really pe- like LinkedIn. You need a brand deal with this man right here. Yes. No, seriously. You need it. Seriously. If, if there's anybody utilizing your platform correctly, I got more coming too. It's him. Yeah. I got, yeah oh, yeah. I didn't tell so, you. I got. I got a lot more coming. So I've, been, just, I've been connecting and talking to people. That's what I do. Reach out Absolutely. to any of us. We got Jace over here, tech guy. So. You know, keep in contact with us. Talk to us. You know, if you guys ever want to. If you need some help producing a podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Yes, Anybody exactly. that needs help producing a podcast, you know, we have the equipment. We have somewhat a knowledge how to run a decent podcast. You feel somewhat. DK. <laughs> you know, a decent. You crazy yourself. We the bad, baddest. Guys, guys, yeah. this is me. This is me. I don't do the humble stuff. No. Ain't nobody got a... Only jiu-jitsu. That's the only place I'm Only humble. jiu-jitsu, right? Humble the fuck out. Other than that, I'm confident in myself. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we have the we have the equipment to help you guys produce a podcast. And, Absolutely. you know, you come to us with your vision. And eventually, you know, we got to help you get that on the canvas. So, um, yeah. Go watch this video, like, comment, subscribe, enjoy, send it to people, tell a friend, tell your mama, tell your mama's mama. Hasta luego. And that's the Spanish for the week? No quiero, I better. All right, yeah. Oh, yo, Halloween (laughs) vlog coming out is about to be hilarious. Yeah. I'm sure y'all watch that. It'll be out by the time this is out. Please don't mind me. Will it be out by the time this is out? Who knows what's on there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. When's this come out? The audio comes out tomorrow. Okay. For the vlog. Tomorrow, yeah, the vlog come out tomorrow, and the audio come out tomorrow. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I get, y'all got, y'all get a, a special treat this week. Happy Halloween! <laughs> if y'all didn't get no candy last week, yeah. But yeah, um, this has been another episode of DGC. Uh, tuning out. Wow. What about the?